Well, to kick things off, uh, rather than the usual banter, uh, I'm going to, uh, if you if you will, I'm going to pour one out for one of the greatest podcast hosts of all time, especially in the video game genre, who passed away last week, Ryan Davis. Very, very, very sad to find that out. Actually, just this morning, I was a little late to the game, but... Uh, in, in honor of Ryan Davis, uh, right now on Wednesday night, I am going to bring in the podcast with, hey everybody, it's Tuesday, Tuesday, welcome to the Better Kind Gamecast. It's not really Tuesday, but that was for Ryan Davis, who I am sorely going, I never met the man, but I feel like I've, I've, I've lost a real great friend. So, that's enough somber garbage, somebody make a fart joke. Uh, there's this guy walking in a room with a bunch of women. Oh, you better he, close this one up tight. And he, he, I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> he farted, and they ran. <laughs> ah! You should have stopped before they ran, because the fact that he farted was hilarious. <laughs> so I'm really thankful we got to that. And, of course, the soundtrack, it was pretty great. Doing, this, doing, <laughs> doing somber, somber noises is hard. <laughs> I don't know if you know how hard it is to do somber noises yet, because I don't think you've actually <laughs> made a somber noise. <laughs> I was doing like... So, I am your your host of this ramshackle nonsense, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. Uh, I threw the mister in there in case anybody was wondering. Sometimes we still tones of a small girl. So, you don't think? No, I was just saying it's a good thing you clarified mister because sometimes we question whether. uh, Well, now you're now you now you forced my hand, (laughs) and I got to stand up and prove myself. Please, please don't. This microphone. No, no. you better be glad I'm using one Uh, of my mics, not uh, one of yours. uh, (laughs) What is that? Let me pull that out of the Put way. It away. Do you remember? Do you remember <laughs> my name from last week, which is permanent? Oh, uh, don't uh, screw this Christopher, up, Christopher. Oh, God, don't Christopher A. Stump of the podcast of the Gamecast. No, what? no, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> please, please correct me. You don't remember either. You're staring <laughs> off into nowhere. It's Topher of the Gamecast of the Podcast. Of the Gamecast of the Podcast. Was it of the Gamecast of the Podcast or the Podcast of the Gamecast? Who cares? It's both. Oh, well, I care now that I've been raked across the coals. Yeah, seriously. You, I'm mad that you, you didn't get just... Topher right. <laughs> yeah, I am Topher. all that matters. I knew there was something. Yeah, that's, that's all. <laughs> Mr. Chris Stump sitting here harassing me about his horrible namesake. Someone has to do it. Yeah, and immediately to his right... Stephen J. Howie at Master Control. That I am over there, and also uh, uh, also that. Master Control. We have soundtrack. You have to get the oh. at the end. Yeah. We, <laughs> see, we both knew. Yeah. We, we've seen Saving Silverman. <laughs> you you can't say it over. Okay, that's the last time I make it. <laughs> that was the last time. Uh, Brian, if you can go ahead and say over when you're done, over. <laughs> <laughs> Why do but I have to I say did, over if I what I said was the... finished and over? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, if you said hey, finished uh, over, what? You just seem to trail off there. Over, over. Okay, all obscure comedy references aside, because that's not what ninety five percent of our humor is predicated on. No, no, no. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, it's it. This last week was a holiday week. We were we were spread to the four winds. I was in uh, I was somewhere, you, and, and Howie was somewhere else, and I'm sure you were running around with a bunch of retirees somewhere, Chris. I was yeah. in you Michigan were, you, City, you, Chicago, downtown <laughs> Chi-Town. You, Michigan, Michigan City, City is not downtown no. Chicago. I was in both. It, oh, I was, I was in Michigan City it's on with, Lake you Michigan. Can see downtown chicago for michigan city it was foggy but yes theoretically okay. you was can. it yeah. fog or was it i was small on a different day i was downtown so ah. i was both 
Can, is smog? Can you have smog anywhere other than like L.A. and San Francisco? I thought. China. I thought they had the patent Apparently, smog. China. Did you you smog? You don't even know about China. I saw an article. <laughs> you don't even I know. The, I didn't read it. I just saw an article that had a picture. It looked awful. It's going to be really hard for me not to quote like obscure Ryan Davis things anytime anything comes up. <laughs> like I just want to go. China don't care. Which is an obscure Ryan Davis quote, but I'm, got I'm just keep bringing that. it. No, well, you know what? We, one of our twelve listeners. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, no. no One no. of our seven Come listeners. On. Twelve guys. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, three of those we're are actually, ours. We're moving up. More than three. We've, More than three are ours. We've had a lot of listeners. We've True. offended most. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. See, they were all half of them were in Detroit. That's what happened. <laughs> you getting it out of the I way didn't early, say it. I haven't said it yet. Uh, yeah, we yeah. haven't said anything about it. Yeah, well, we have now. So, hey, uh, but during that time, you know, holidays, you get some time off, you know, you're, you're eating a, a Johnsonville pulled fresh off the grill, solo cup in hand, and you go, hey, I, I want to play some video games. Yeah. So with that, I ask you, what have you been playing, sir? Well, first of all, I need to apologize. Oh. I, <laughs> yeah. I tried to play Legends of Dawn. What are as you promised. doing, Topher? Oh yeah, <laughs> Legend the Legends Legend of Dawn. Legend of Dan. Dan. And it. it's very early stage buggy. So oh, really? I I like alpha said, buggy or beta buggy. I mean it's or horse it's buggy. released. It's a game. It's just they're you clearly like a small buggies. game developer. Yeah. Like having problems. So I'm I'm giving them a few updates. Sure enough, right when I closed it it was updating. But I decided right. I'll give them a few weeks, let them get their shit going. Right. Well, there's explicit tag every week. I have been playing <laughs> unepic. Can you do your own drum roll? That wasn't me. That was that was the computer. Oh wow, we really need to we need to put some money yeah. into our foley. Yeah, yeah we, we do. do. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to put some investments. So so you bought the unepic. You downloaded I the unepic. Downloaded. It. I started playing. I'm is hooked. It, tell our listeners. Tell our listeners what unepic is. Have we talked about unepic before? A little bit, but I'm a uh, tiny bit. Yeah, it's a Side scroller, uh, old looking with very good graphics, but it's like older style. Old style, it's yeah, like sixteen dungeon. bit style, but with better it's like, like particle H- and lighting. HD sixteen yeah. bit style, and it's um, a side scroller dungeon RPG kind of thing. Only it is so complex and in depth for how simple of a game it looks. Yeah, you look at it and you're like. Something you played on the Commodore. Well, yeah, the interface looks like the scariest of old PC, NES, and SNES yeah. games, where you open up your interface, and it's like 64 blocks of little tiny icons. It is. <laughs> and you're like constantly clicking through everything. Well, okay, here's here's the setup for your hotkeys. Ooh. F1 is your main set. So you have one through nine. Yeah. And then you have shift one through nine. Oh, heavens. And that's just F1. You then you just, have F2 through F9 of all of those. You just, you just got further what? into complexity than I what? would ever let, like, even WoW There's get for so me. There's so many hotkeys. And this game is like, you can make potions, you can craft armor, you can find armor. There's tons of different weapons, ranged magic, it's protective really, magic. It's really impressive to me that it goes into that much depth because right off the bat, you know, uh, it, you're very aware that an epic is a very tongue-in-cheek like the humor is very tongue in cheek. There's a lot of references to other popular games, other and things popular like games, that. and it's like um, the commenter is kind of like your, I'd say a young college kid. So he like curses a lot. In the yeah, typing. yeah. He doesn't talk. There's no talking. It's like no, typed it's all out. typed out like old school. Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of but like it's, yeah. It's like it's it, the premise is the guy who's playing a D and D game goes to the crapper and gets sucked back into a castle and suddenly yeah. he's in the front of a Metroidvania style RPG. Right. So, but, but but yet at the same time, even though they have that kind of goofy tongue in cheek humor, 
there seems to be a lot of meat, which you don't usually There's, expect those two things to go together that well. It's mind-boggling how much meat is on there. Because, I mean, you think about a normal RPG. Yeah, there's stuff like armor and weapons and whatnot. Right. But this game is hard. And I'm, <laughs> I, well, I, well, granted, I it, put it on the hard I put on the hardest difficulty because well, I, I like the foolish. challenge. But it's hard in the sense of learning everything. I've never played a side-scroller like this before. Yeah. This is new to me. But you I never played the, a Metroidvania-style side-scroller? I have not. Ah. But this game, I uh, I, I don't really want to ruin it, but there was an event. You you Like you said, you get dropped into a dungeon. All you right. have is your Zippo lighter. That's right. your light to get through. And Yeah. You start and then going like torches, torches and stuff that you, you can, can light, light along those the way. as you go to light your path. But um, you find a sword, and then you come across this room of gold. Yeah, there's gold coins. Yeah, and a voice from the castle says, "Take as much as you want." So naturally, you're yeah, thinking, yeah, you know, you're in a room of gold. Just you're your thinking, pockets. all you have is this lighter. Might well take some gold. Yeah, because who knows? You might come across a shambling uh, skeleton salesperson. Yeah. Well, and the the voice <laughs> mentions you can use that at a merchant to buy right epic armor, and you're like, okay, and you only pick up like five coins max. From I believe the pile. I believe it's fifteen gold, whatever, or fifteen or know? nineteen. I watched a quick look. Oh, okay, okay, whatever. You pick up a small <laughs> amount of gold, and you get. You get instantly poisoned and die. <laughs> like, as soon as you leave the room. Yeah. You try to leave the room with the gold. Yeah, and you, you get die. poisoned and die. And the voice from the inside your head, because you've been yeah. possessed by like a demon, a demon. spirit who is tempting you, yeah. it's like, ah, I'm free. You suck. Yeah. And you start over. Yeah. And yet, well, you go it, back You start through. to a checkpoint. No, you start over. This is the beginning of the game. Well, that's because you're playing on the hardest difficulty. True. I haven't. <laughs> you didn't make it to the save point. But anyway, you start over. You go back through that room, and you're like, I'm not touching that gold. You go through, and <laughs> the character references... Fool me once. Yeah, because the spirit goes, hey, you're, you forgot your gold. Go back and get it. And he, he goes, goes, hey, fool me once, dude. Yeah, and then he says, fool me twice, and it's on me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Because so, the assumption, either either the coding's smart enough to know that you died once, yeah. or the assumption is everybody picks up the gold the first right. time. Yeah. yeah. And that, I thought that was clever and Oh, fun. yeah, I did, too. I watched that quick look twice, and I, la- I laughed at that both times, because uh, the people giving the quick look had no idea what had happened. You know, the 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 it goes back to the, the starting animation yeah. of the castle and everything. Like, wait. Yeah. Did, did, did I die? That's what that's how I was. <laughs> I had no idea what had happened. Two more things I need to note about this game. First of all, there's a multiplayer, which mm. I have not tried yet, but interesting for a side scroller nonetheless. Yeah. Second thing I'm I wanted to mention was there's an editor, so you can like create your own dungeons. Yeah, my understanding is that so that you can run like a D&D style campaign in the game where you create the dungeons and have your players play through it, just like right. traditional D&D. But I mean, I don't know how in-depth that is where you can set traps and spawn monsters, but interesting nonetheless that that aspect is in this little yeah. $11 it's, side scroll. It's scroller. really hard to do something like that. I mean, yeah. years and years ago, one of, the, one of the best games I ever played was Vampire the Masquerade Redemption. Not to be confused with Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, which was a whole different type of hot mess. But Vampire the Masquerade Redemption was an old, it was kind of Diablo-style point-and-click RPG, yeah. uh, but you didn't revisit the same dungeons. There was a really epic story that actually like spanned like 500 years. You're a vampire, and at one point you... Spoilers! You know, 10, 12 years later. At one point you die and or go into torpor and then are brought back 500 years later. And so it's it's a really great game, a lot of music, and of course, it uses the White Wolf RPG systems. 
And because they are predominantly an, a tabletop RPG company, they decided to work this kind of thing where you could use the locations in the game and do and kind of script your own thing that you could host. And we're like, oh, we can't. We're in college on the land. We're like, oh, we can't wait to do this. And it was so cumbersome and terrible. Yeah. But, I mean, even then, that game, being that old, had a lot of complicated set pieces and graphics. Whereas this game, it seems like you could just drag and drop set pieces right into its place. I haven't, again, I haven't tried this stuff. Yeah, I have high hopes. For what this game, regular price is 15 I think on sale right now it's 11 or whatever. Yeah, 11 I think. I mean, it's mind-boggling how deep and in-depth and in complex and hours you'll put into this game for a cheap game it's fun yeah, yeah. i'm i'm hooked on something i've never tried before yeah the, although I'm, I'm the graphics it. are simple they are pretty yeah it's yeah. it's like uh i mean it really is it's like hd 16 bit and it's yeah it's interesting it's cool i'm it's looking forward cool. to hearing more about that as you progress yes. i uh what you've described is already what i've seen and it's one of those things where it's like i want to buy it and play it but i know i don't have the time right now right i mean i feel that way all yeah. the time well, i yeah. just i just happened to try it because my other game was done this would but... be like the perfect game if ever i got stuck somewhere for a couple of days with nothing to do but really though we should try the multiplayer sometime Ugh, if, that, any, if it goes yeah, on sale. Get, yeah I, what i want to do is yeah. like look over your shoulder on tuesday night pull it up and actually see what it looks like that's what tech techno was doing there. <laughs> he, he was pretty interested in yeah. it he was following me along so do you think the uh um hotkeys Having that many hotkeys is making it more difficult, I, or is it helpful? I haven't learned well enough to play like that, because right now I've got set up one of your... It's like the hotkeys are inventory slots. So, okay. like, F1 is your... Yeah, select your say, sword say your and potions. stuff like that, yeah. And then F2 is your all your weapons, and it's important to note that different weapons are useful in different situations, like... The yeah. mace is good against heavy armored units and barrels, which you want to kill for items. But the sword is better against living creatures. The dagger does bonus damage and critical damage from the back. Right. And so you want to be really, swapping. I mean, more these. or less your typical tropes from a heavy, thick right. RPG. But it, it's something you want to be having those on hotkey where you don't want to go through your inventory and equip yeah, this one. And you like, just want to swap Because, again, the inventory is like 64 blocks yeah, deep. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. Because you pick up materials to make potions and stuff to make armor yeah. to craft. And- it basically it looks like a love letter to the old, really complex RPGs, but with it's that well modern done. sensibility and humor in it to kind yeah. of also, you know, so you don't get lost in the oppressive depth. It kind of keeps the attitude yeah. light, which is, it's like to me, comic great. Relief. That's brilliant. It's like comic relief yeah. from a tough game. It pulls you out of something that, yeah, it, it gives you kind of a bonus prize so that you're not getting constantly frustrated yeah. and, and with the, or just, I shouldn't say constantly frustrated, I don't know, but just, yeah, the the being, what's the word, intimidated yeah. by the depth and the breadth of it. So, cool. I want to hear more about that one as you get through it, because I'm excited I'm about that one. I'm definitely going to... I'm not going to promise it'll be by next week because right. it's a big game. But and that game's on as PC. I, you're, you bought it on the Steam. Steam. Yeah. I will update I would, you on my progression. See, I'd love to see that game on iPad. It seems like it the would, perfect style of game. You know, iPad. it really would be because you wouldn't have hotkeys, but it'd be easy to tap. Yeah, tapping yeah. through that complex. That, right. and, That's, I mean, I the combat that, is yeah. it's simple. It's more like uh, outsmarting your opponents. Right. You need to know when to use a range thing. or a spe- like, I haven't gotten spells yet, but so far I have like some buffs that reduce melee damage for so long yeah but in the trailers i watched you can do like big spray damage yeah and like to big areas and it's it's more like outsmarting your opponent and not getting overwhelmed right and dungeon crawling instead yeah. of like running in there headstrong and just clicking right 
But yeah, it's that sounds it's like a lot of fun to me. Hey, is is Howie coming through okay in your ears when he talks? I'm talking. Uh, yes, he is. Okay, good. Just want to double check that. Sorry. Kind of uh, pulled back the curtain for a moment. Okay. Well, why a, don't we shift gear? Oh, that's sorry. a nice transition over yeah. to the Let's big shift gears over, over to Mr. Howie. Yeah. So I haven't really been playing anything new, you, but I you, got You back, say that every week. I got back into some Skyrim. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So I've actually been playing that quite a bit yeah. I, last week. I really want to get back into Skyrim. You know, I, Skyrim I feel like Skyrim is a game that I will be able to go back to until the next Elder Scrolls game that is not Elder Scrolls uh, Online yeah, comes I'm out. telling you what, getting right back into it. Not it's, that I'm not that I'm dead set against Elder yeah. Scrolls Online. I the just, only thing I wish you could do is skip the whole first intro part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is, the, there is a mod that I think that allows you to go straight to where the action starts at Helgen. Yeah. So you don't have to sit there for like the ten minute long. It seems like it's ten fifteen minutes. Yeah. I'm sure it's like three when you're in the back of the wagon and everybody goes, "Hey, I'm Nordic. This is the voice I use. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, yeah. hey, aren't you the I, Stormcloak I guy? I think I'm also going to get the mod that gives me uh, I can carry unlimited stuff. Oh stuff. really? See, yeah. I I I would I up my yet. strength a lot to carry more, but I never wanted to carry unlimited because I know that I'll pick everything up and then I won't have the patience to sort it and sell it properly. Yeah, and I, it, I'll get too daunted. So it's like better on the fly. I look at something and go, eh, you know what? Iron broadsword, not too heavy, it. not worth it. Drop it, and then ooh, elven. You know how far? Did elven. You get? Uh, what's that? How far did you? play through before i've stopping. played all the way through once and i played through significantly a second time and then i started like oh no i played all the way through once and then got dawn guard and played through most or all of dawn guard and okay. then started a new character and got through i think level 30 see i i was i've only ever made it to i was about a 15 when and i of course for people who haven't played skyrim all the way through just means i played all the way through the, the main quest, story the quest and some other stuff but there's but you can always meet playing the, well yeah, there's believe... always meet that you haven't got gotten to and plus there's so many dynamic events in the world that you can just keep going i well i believe the game is designed that you can never there's no cap you just can keep playing no there's a level cap are you sh- there's yeah. a level cap but there's not a cap on generated quests it's meant to be... Oh, yeah. There are dynamically generated quests, and there are, of course, dynamic events that happen in the world, like being attacked yeah. by animals or bandits and stuff right. like that. It's a, I mean, there's yeah. always the, something to do, yeah, and they level, don't, they the, level with you, The right? things don't just get happy and everybody stops fighting and then, <laughs> right. yay, wait for the next 500 years or whatever, the next 120 years. No, it, it, you can play the game forever, but you do stop progressing. Your your skills that are lower will still progress, but you can't you know level up or anything. Right. So. Yeah, so this time I made a... Uh... A Breton. Love the uh, Bretons, man. And I'm Bretons do, represent. Uh, do some magic destruction. Yeah. My, uh, my goal for this this one, this time around. Yeah. That was, yeah. you know, the first time I played uh, the Elder Scrolls for Oblivion, I my first character, I did like a straight up. I was like, it was my first giant RPG that I ever played. I was never into fantasy RPGs before. But I was like, hey, you know, but you hey. talk to this guy at Best Buy. Yeah, but I didn't talk yeah, to Best you Buy. Should, yeah. You guys should pick up this one again. <laughs> And uh, I uh, I was intimidated, so I'm like, I'm not gonna do any of that magic crap. I'm just gonna I'm gonna use <laughs> Screw a sword. That. Yeah, what am I, some kind of nerd? So you know, I'm just gonna be a knight. And I got so far, and I get my butt handed to me every time I level up. I come outside, and whereas there was like a wolf outside my hut the night before, I leveled up. So now there's a giant crab monster that murders me instantly. And I'm like, I I don't know what to do. I was I was intimidated. And then I started over again probably a couple times, and then I made an archer, and I'm like, oh, he was terrible. Because I didn't know what it took to get them not terrible. Yeah. Then I made, yeah, 
I made a Breton. And of course, Bretons have magical resistance and magic bonuses. Oh, and bada bing, bada boom. just did destruction magic. I was just this little redheaded chick in a blue robe going around destroying the crap out of everything. By the end of that game, oh man, I was a monster from Nightmare Times. I'm I'm but, excited to get back in. I I got to like 15 and I had to reformat my computer and I lost everything. Yeah. And I just, I haven't gotten back into it. But as I remember, that was Your one... autosave, my friend, may be in the cloud. Maybe. Mine was, Maybe. which I did not know that. And I think it's just the last two autosaves, I think, are the only ones that go I'll, in the cloud. I'll have to check that. Yeah, check but, it out. You might get on there. But, but at this point... Yeah, it's almost yeah. worth just starting over for right. level fifteen. That's where I was at. I was like, yeah, let's. I let's remember. I remember looking in that game and just being awe stricken by the environment. The rushing water. Oh yeah, was so oh, realistic. Yeah, yeah, that was a phenomenal. Oh, and the sound. Game. You know, when I first, I I have it on three sixty and on PC. The first time I played through it was on three sixty, and I played you know in in here on the on the projection screen with the five point one. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's me. I got fifteen year old technology. Don't hey. be jealous. And like the sound when I get out there, like the rushing water, like I turn this way and I can hear it going from one side to the other. I turn the other way and it's going back the other way. And like, you know, I hear like a like a deer or something scramble and I turn around, yeah. spin around real quick, and there he's yes. running through the brush and I'm just like, This is amazing. Yeah. I found myself just kind of walking around looking at stuff. Oh yeah. Because I was like That's what that's you do. Neat. Yeah. I, I have as much fun, you know, we were talking about the other day about the quick travel system yeah, quick travel. and how if I'm within any type of reasonable run distance from where I'm going, I won't quick travel because I love the dynamic events and the things that I see Yeah, just walking for, or running from one place to the other, you know, whether I get attacked by a bear or I see some lady getting mugged and, you know, kick the crap out of the bandits or I just, I come across kick like the crap a, out of the lady, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever you want to do, you know, yeah, yeah, how many, how many, <laughs> how many Deidre am I forsworn to? <laughs> oh, nerd lingo. I got so into Skyrim the first time through that every night I was laying down in bed with my iPad or my phone at the time, I don't know, and pulling up wikis of the books that are in game. Cause oh. every time they make an elder scrolls game, they bring in all the books from the previous game. Now the books yeah. in the game you can read. And sometimes they're two, three pages long. Sometimes they're like 20, some 30 pages yeah. long. And sometimes and they're, they're useless. Sometimes they're very useful. Yeah. And, and they can be, I mean, there's like hundreds of books. Oh yeah. And so every time they release a new game, they bring in the books from the previous game and add more to it. And I got to the point where I was laying in bed at night, reading the books on the internet just oh, just cuz i was funny. so into the backstory of so many of the the wild pantheon of characters the edra the daedra the kings you know the old dead kings and stuff like that, the emperors all that i'm just like this is all it's so there's so much meat and the funny thing is 95% of it is from before the first elder scrolls game yeah. even happened and you know the, you're going to get closer to that with elder scrolls online it's going to go you know it's a prequel it's way back in time and so some of the things covered in those books will be happening in that game, which is exciting to me, but I'm still nervous about it. I think it's really neat that a game can do that to you, make you want to read the in-game books Yeah, just for the sake of I've been half-tempted to pick knowledge. up I, – I, my understanding is there's a couple of novels, and I've been half-tempted to pick huh. those up because I'm like, if they're written by by even a marginally competent author, it'll probably I'll probably love it. It'll be entertaining, yeah. Yeah, because I already love the source material. That, yeah. Elder Scrolls, man. And the funny thing is, I had three. I got three uh, free with my Xbox, Morrowind. 
I got it free with my Xbox when the best bad guy showed me the original yeah, Xbox. Hey, hey you, you need to check out this. And I, you know, that game was huge, but I actually couldn't stand the physics, the controls uh, at all. And so it's, I didn't. It's harder to get in. When I first played, Skyrim yeah. was my first Oblivion well, game. Well, Morrowind also just kind of went, here you go, here's the world. Yeah, it's, go nuts. It's tough getting used to that type of game. Yeah. But when I played Oblivion, although all of the stuff in the UI that I had to keep track of was hard for me, like it was forever before I realized that the compass was telling me whenever I was near anything. <laughs> I had no idea that the little marks on the compass meant, hey, there's something right here. Go look at it. <laughs> you know, but the UI was intimidating, but the game was far more, it was far better about showing you how to play it. Like even just the in the in the sewers when you start off in Oblivion, you know, it pretty much is a tutorial. And then a major climactic thing happens, and you come out of the sewers. Okay, now you have this giant world to deal with, but you you already know how to play because we just showed you over the last half hour yeah. how to play the game. Whereas Morrowind went, what do you want to be? And I'm like, I, I don't know what any of this means. I, I guess this. Okay. What sign were you born under? I, I'm Sagittarius. I, what? Oh, Sagittarius. Uh, the serpent, I guess. Sagittarius. <laughs> I'm not Sagittarius. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's but, a... That's a- <laughs> Battlestar Galactica reference. No, that's. I'm pretty uh, sure that's a, Sagittarian. a sign. Sagittarian. Yeah, but those are the based. Where do you think those come from? Those are based on. I know, but it's. A, I'm a Leo. I. <laughs> I'm an Aries. What are you? I don't know. I'm a Taurus. Yeah, you have, you're. Are you a Taurus? Yeah. Yeah. Four doors in it. Two door. Four door. They're are, new. Are you a big? The are new four Taurus. You an SHO? Nice. Yeah, they do the actually look pretty nice. Look I nice. saw one recently, and I was like, "Wow, the Taurus for once got, doesn't look like a sick." They carp. got that the new grill. Um, from it's real popular one. I, I yeah, the George Foreman. Yeah, the George Foreman grill. Yeah, and no. just lean, like that, we go to Corey lean, T. Wilson. Yeah, actually, I wanted before we go off Skyrim. Oh, uh, it's, yeah, I don't segue off my uh, segue. Thirty bucks on Steam. De- you got desegued. Uh, Thirty bucks. <laughs> on you, Steam. you drove that segue right off a cliff. I ran out of battery. Oh, I'm talking about prices here. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry, the sorry. interesting stuff. The finances. Mm, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Thirty bucks on Steam. Thirty bucks for uh, uh, a 360 and PlayStation. And if you go to Amazon and get it for the PC, it's twenty seven fifty. Are we sure it's twenty seven? Dang Amazon. Amazon! Is it Amazon? Amazon. Yes, you've found them out. They are. They're. They're. Yeah. You've been had. It's run out of the United Arab Emirates. Yeah, it's you know, called I'm Amazon. Thinking it is. So yes. What? What have you, Mr. Corey T. Wilson? Hey, wait! That sounds playing? an awful lot like me. Yeah, that's because it's directed <laughs> that, that to would you. be you. Oh, I'm, I don't know who Wilson is. <laughs> oh, I'm not run out of the United Arab Emirates. You don't work at Amazon. <laughs> Corey, Corey Wilson works at Amazon. I would love to. I would love to work at Amazon. They should. You know, actually, I'd love I was contacted discount. a while ago for You're a job lying. relating to Amazon, but from a recruiter. So no. anytime a recruiter calls you and that's all you get, you know, you're like, well, I got to, you know, it's 10 to 1 whether I never, whether my resume ever even gets in front of somebody regarding <laughs> this. But I don't relate, I don't remember how it related, but it was somehow related to Amazon and it's all obscure. Anyway, <laughs> this is all, this what you, great what you been stuff. Playing? What I've been, I've been playing, you know, <laughs> career builder. More kind of gross. I have been bathing I've been rubbing all over my body. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't. I've, I've been I've been sitting in a bathtub full of iOS games. Now I know that every week I tend to bring up these little games because they're easier for me to play. I love hardcore games and I love reading about them and I love playing them when I get the chance. But I have more time to play these small games. Who? Yeah, I agree. And you know that's part of. Being I think old. Uh, the majority of our listeners probably feel the same way. Yeah, <laughs> that's a strong. At, at first, I opened my mouth to correct you and say, "What? Li- uh, you're right. The majority of what we have, yeah, 
I'm sure that's true because <laughs> we know the majority of our listeners and they're in our same age bracket. <laughs> Except for the ones that are in your age bracket. Yeah, we, literally between three of us, we know all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised to find out a couple. That counts, right? Um, so uh, it's the fifth anniversary of the App Store. Yeah. On the iOS devices. You're welcome for that link. Yeah, yes, actually, you. you know what's funny is I had just found uh, a bunch of the free games that were not listed as that link. And so you oh. sent me that link, and one of the ones on there, and I'm like, why aren't these all on the same list somewhere? But I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, so you go into the app store and you click on, hey, fifth anniversary, and there's like five free games and five free apps. So, or like six, or uh, probably five. Five seems to be the magic number in the fifth anniversary. But uh, there, what? there are a bunch Logic. of other games that also are temporarily free yeah. uh, at the, that are not listed as part of that. And I don't, I'm not sure if they were just independently made free for a short time or if they're going to stay free. Uh, Either way, we don't have a time frame. So if you're Listening to this, get on. Yeah, these get games. on it and go click on get that. On them now. Click on that link and at least get the ones on that link. But we, I mean, when did you send us link? Like two days ago. Yeah. Was, it was over the weekend. It was over the yeah. But still, so imagine more than two days. Imagine ago. they'll do it for a week. Yeah, one of the games. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the games is a really huge one uh, called uh, Infinity Blade Two, which is the sequel to Infinity Blade. Which I know that's obscure. You know, uh, I think I follow. Yeah, I, you, stay with me. Stay with me. <laughs> Um, I never played the Infinity Blades. I played the light version, which just kind of gives you a feel for what the battle looks like. And I'm like, this is a fighting game, but everybody calls it an RPG. It's like, a sure, fighting game. It no, sure, it's an RPG. Yeah, it, it sure plays like a fighting game where you slash at the screen. You, you know, it's touch controls. You slash at the screen to fight. But apparently there's a lot of leveling up and a lot of story involved. And this these uh, games were made by, I think, Epic or Chair or maybe Chair, Chair made it and Epic published. I don't know exactly what Chair and Epic's relationship uh, is. But it's a real game company, not just a we make mobile mobile games company. You know, this has got real meat and it's using the Unreal Engine. So it's a real 3D game that is actually pretty. It's kind of Infinity Blade. You know, a while ago they made Epic put out like the it was sort of like a tech demo on the App Store to show what you could do with 3D on an iOS device. And I'm talking like back in the like 3G, the, the, the iPhone 3G days where I mean, it was far less powerful than it is now. And you could just walk through this kind of castle and out on the grounds and stuff. And it was gorgeous. Yeah. And it ran really well on far inferior hardware yeah. to what we actually have available yeah. now. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. And so these games kind of came out as a follow-up to that, I believe. And uh, so I downloaded that one. I barely started it. It's huge. So I had to delete a bunch of stuff to even make yeah. room for it. But it's normally, I think, it's either 5 bucks or 10 bucks, And right now it's yeah. free. Well, and side note, too. Get on it. You can, you can uh, go and purchase it. them. You know, start the download or whatever, but you can you know, cancel the download. But once you purchase them, you'll have them. Right. So you don't have to download that, Yeah, and that's what I did. I actually uh, went in and started the download for several games and immediately went and killed the app and deleted the, the, the app because I'm like, if this is not free later, I still want to play it later. Right. Yeah. So I don't have And room. you don't have – even if they charge you – if it's chargeable after that, you've already downloaded it for free. Yeah, so, so even if they raise, even if they put the price back up, you already own it. Yes, uh, according to your account. But um, few other games that I, you know, I have put time into. You know, we're, we're tower defense nerds. I need to, me and Chris I need to break these down. <laughs> you got to make notes. <laughs> I do. Well, there's uh, this thing called Google. Chris and I are both Shut tower defense Howie. nerds, and Howie's getting there too. Ever since he started with the uh, the Kingdom Rush. Oh my goodness, that's uh, which I still need to pick up the Kingdom Rush follow up, but. Toy Defense 1 and Toy Defense 2 are both currently free, I believe. And those are solid. 
They're they're not the they're not the best, but see, I feel like there should be way better tower defense games out there. I you know the ones you always hear about are Kingdom Rush and Field Runners. But you don't even hear about Kingdom Rush a whole lot. No, you don't. You almost Which have to is be in the shame. know. It it's is. A shame. It's like you know. It's like I mentioned that they bring it up on Giant. They you know Brad at Giant Bomb brought it up a lot. But that was like a full year almost after I had played it. Anyone who knows about it knows it's top dog. Yeah, and, and tells everyone yeah. else to play yeah. it. But that's like yeah. the only way you that's, ever hear about it. It's word of mouth travel. You yeah. don't see it in the app store. And be like, yeah, that's a game I want to get. Yeah, I, like you hear from someone. Yeah, I don't even remember how I first heard about it, but. I it's a great game. Play it. That one is not currently free to my knowledge, but Toy Defense One and Two are solid uh, 2D tower defense King, games. Kingdom Rush is well worth the two one dollar whatever. It's worth. I paid I think five ninety nine or four ninety nine when I bought one, it. I think it's one ninety nine right now. I think one is. I think two is the same price. Yeah. Um. So Toy Defense One and Two are free right now. Um. There's also Journey Down, which is an adventure game that seems to be kind of like uh, the old scum point and click games that, you know, the, well, kind of like the telltale stuff of, of nowadays, but it, it's reminiscent to me of Grim Fandango. I'm not very far into that. Uh, Cut the Buttons is now I'm going to get into the uber casual stuff. So people who are looking for toilet games, <laughs> listen up. <laughs> Cut the Buttons is such a clever little game. It's kind of like a Fruit Ninja in the sense that like these like little like pieces of fabric basically lob up onto the screen and they have buttons on them and you use two fingers to con- to control a pair of scissors on screen oh, and you cut at the buttons before the fabric falls off and you try to get them to fall in the cup at the bottom of the center of the screen and it's beautiful the design the artwork is just it could not be better it is exactly what as charming as it could possibly be but some of the buttons are like screwed on you can see like a phillips head on and if you try to cut those you're like it does damage to you and, uh, and like fruit ninja you don't want to miss too many or it's over and i gotta tell you what a great little time waster just like sitting yeah. there just slicing at these buttons and it's so relaxing uh speaking of games that are also relaxing there's a wide sky is one that i believe that is on the list that if you look at the fifth the uh, fifth whatever anniversary link um wide sky is a fun little kind of platformy kind of game where you're a little hedgehog that has like a little grappling hook and it's it's also very artful it is very very art- sonic's art- distance relative cousin <laughs> except absolutely nothing in common whatsoever well no they're just related they're just some... because they're hedgehogs yeah because you're obviously. racist towards hedgehogs well, there's this... it's not a race <laughs> <laughs> you're you're what species is i'm i'm animalistic <laughs> so he and what that is is you jump up and you uh, grapple onto these clouds by tapping on the screen, and you you kind of spin around them to lob yourself onto other clouds, and try to like get these like a number of these things and not hit the ground again, you know. And it's it's sort of like a physics puzzler platformer, hmm. but it's again it's one of those with it's got beautiful artwork, really sweet music, and you can just kind of relax while playing it. I'm not done either. It keeps going. Hey, Peggle is free right now. Peggle uh, from PopCap, makers of Plants vs. Zombies and Bejeweled. If you haven't played Peggle, it's Plinko meets Pachinko meets Awesome Fun because it's lights and sounds. And and also it's free. And right now it's free. I mean, I paid money for it back Get in the day. Get on it. I deleted my iPhone version and downloaded the iPad version just because I was like, oh, more points in Game Center. Yay. Cheater. Uh, yeah. Flight Control and Flight Control HD are both free right now. That's a great game. Uh, again, I had that early on on my 3G 
uh, back in the day. And that is a game where you just, you know, you use your finger to like map out flight paths for planes that start gathering on your screen that you're trying to land. I, I mean, I'm racing through these, but I, I have, was playing a little bit of all of these. I have week. nine games written down that I'm going to go home and download. Tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Just gonna leave my phone on all night, plugged in. So uh, I don't know if this one's still free, but oh, go ahead. Oh, there's this other one called Badland. Ba- yes, that I was saving that one for last. Oh, sorry, Howie. Thanks. A- sorry, no, Howie. Because ah! I want to actually talk about Badland. Reinforce. Um, <laughs> Reinforce. <laughs> Fully loaded. Um, <laughs> versus Racing Two. Is a great little game. I believe will probably stay free because it seems like they've made it freemium. Do you remember what was the game that in the arcades back in the day you had the CRT in the middle and like the four racing wheels around it? And it was like a top down racing game and it was like a dirt track. And yeah. You remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, and there was yeah. like red, white, and blue. Yeah. I, I don't know the I name of it, but yeah. Yeah. Off road racing or I don't know, something that. Right. Yeah. It's it's like that. It's a you know it's a track racing game. But what you do is you know you race through and all the only control is a little steering wheel, and by putting your thumb on the steering wheel, you've engaged the accelerator. So there's not like two buttons. You're literally by touching the steering wheel, it's accelerating. You take your finger off if you want to decelerate, and yeah. you don't ever want to decelerate. So why would you ever decelerate in any racing game? Seriously. Yeah, that's dumb. And so you turn the wheel just to point the direction you want to go. It's not like a real steering wheel where it has to return to center or anything like that. Uh, and it works really, really well. The graphics are pretty and they kind of do a, a pseudo 3d look with kind of like a, it's, even though it's top down, you'll be like racing on the, like a top of a hill on an Island. And as you move around the track, the, the bottom, the lower parts of the Island, kind of the image moves a little bit parallax to the top and it actually gives you a feeling of height. It's yeah. really, really cute game. When you, uh, you update, you can like, uh, upgrade your cars and stuff. Sometimes it'll say, Hey, it'll be three minutes or 15 minutes until that upgrade's done. Because they want to, they want you. It's like Candy Crush. They want want you to buy into playing more. Yeah. And so uh, I haven't done that because I've got a thousand other games that I can fire up. A thousand. Yeah. Um. There's a bunch more. Gosh, get out Google free app, uh, free app store games right now. My word, they're everywhere. And also, I'm gonna pimp an app right now. I know we're Gamecast. I'm gonna pimp an app. Uh, my my sister in law pointed out an app to me called Apps Gone Free which tracks when apps either become free or temporarily are free. Now, assume this is iOS only. I don't know if there's a version that's not iOS. Have you heard of... But it's great um, because I've downloaded a couple games from the, every day at noon. I get a text message or uh, an update in that app that just lists, hey, here are all these games that are free. And it appears that they don't stay free because if I go back several days, they expire. And so it's like, it's really cool. I've gotten a game called Sprinkle that's like a great physics puzzler, puzzler about you know, using these, this, a fire hose to put out fires, but like, you know, getting the water to go different avenues in the puzzle to put out the fires in these little villages and stuff. It's really, really pretty game. That app you mentioned, have you ever heard of fad free app a day? No, I'm sure there's several apps that do this. This, this is one you pay, you pay for to buy it. It's like 99 cents, but every week they take a paid app that you vote on for them to make free for a day. Oh, that's pretty cool. And so every day they have a new, like they'll have three apps that they'll cycle through. That's right. normally a paid app yeah. that they'll make free that you can download. That's pretty cool. I, I mean, you pay the 99 cents. I had it on my original um, iPod. Yeah. But, I mean, you check it once. I mean, sometimes there's crap on there that you just don't care about. But I've got a lot of good apps, like games and utility things, too. Yeah. Just from normally like a buck and you're like, I wouldn't want to pay that. But, hey, it's free for today. Yeah. 
But I'll and try sometimes, it out. Yeah. Sometimes they'll do like they'll leave it on for three days or whatever. Yeah. But, sometimes they don't get around to updating it. Back right. On it's yet. like they sponsor it for a few days and you can get a paid app for free. You know, I went crazy at Christmas when EA had their game sale on iOS. You know, I got Tiger Woods and all that stuff for like ninety nine cents or whatever. But uh, right now you can get their iOS Dead Space game for free. And I don't remember if that game actually like parlays into the actual Dead Space games to give you some kind of bonus on the consoles or whatever. But I mean, that's a that's a that's a three D. Someone put effort into that game. I don't know how well it plays. I haven't tried it yet. Same thing with if you're into Sims games. The Sims Sims Medieval is free right now. Uh, another really sweet game they played. Uh, it's very very simple. It's a great toilet game. Tiny Wings, which yeah. Tiny Wings and Tiny looked, Wings HD. That, I haven't played that but it looks like a lot of fun oh if you're ever in a bad mood play this game it's the music and the sound it's so i hate this word it's so adorable but like (laughs) it's so uplifting like you're this bird who basically his wings are too small to fly right there's one control you touch the screen which he stops makes him stop flapping his wings and the the whole game is there's these hills right and you have to use the hills to slide down and launch yourself so then he can flap his wings and fly so you hold you know, you, so you touch adorable. the screen. It's adorable. It's also very good artwork. You 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 know you. Oh, no, that's that's a little you, more manly. You touch the screen. <laughs> yeah. You touch the screen and he drops, slides down a hill. But when he gets to the bottom of the hill, you want to let go so that he starts flapping his wings on the way up the hill to get him higher and go farther. And it's just basically trying to get farther every time and just beat your last time you played. And I guess there's a multiplayer aspect too, but like every time you get like their islands and you jump from one island to the other as you're going as sort of a you know, to tell you how far you've gone. And you do this before the sun goes down. Once the sun goes down, you're dead. That, yeah, you're, <laughs> he dies. A horrible, painful Adorable death. game over. He goes to sleep, actually. He stops and sleeps. Mid, little mid Z's flight. coming out of him. <laughs> but every time, every time you jump off an island to the next island, he's like, Yahoo! You know, it's just like, it's all so sweet and uplifting. And, and to me, that's a game that anybody can play. Now, one more game before we talk about Badlands. Because I've played a, I've been playing Badlands. Uh, Sword and Sorcery... Or is it sort? What's Epic Brothers? What's the name of this? Game? Okay, we talked what? about you know at E three the press conferences and the fact that Sony actually. What's that? We talked about E three. Well, not tonight. Oh, did but we? we talked about how Sony came yeah, out at E three and really covered. supported. Yeah, we've covered E three. We've covered that. That really supported the uh, the indies. Well, one of the big indies that they showed at Microsoft. Was what's this game called? I think it's called Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery uh, EP. Somebody yeah, look it up. Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery EP. You're free. Right. That game has not been free, and that's supposed to be a heck of a great little adventure game. Highly stylized, very pretty artwork. Um, I just started it up to get the title, and I'm looking at a, an intro screen that I don't even know what to do. I mean, look at that's the intro screen. I have no idea what to do with that. But I've not played it yet. But this, I mean, this this is a serious. Game for hardcore gamers. We're all sitting here with I our like devices that. down. Yeah, that's <laughs> to me. That's one that if if you miss everything else, you owe it to yourself as a hardcore gamer to get that one. People, even if you don't like these games, yeah, download them once. Yes, don't even finish the download. Yeah, kill it. Even if you think you'll never play it again, you have the option. Just get it on your accounts. There's at some there's point no you, reason not at to some do point it. you're going to be stuck in an airport for a 14 hour layover and realize you know what I could totally play that game where I'm a bird crapping yeah. down hills. Um, wahoo! Wahoo! <laughs> Actually, it might be wahoo! I don't remember. It's anyway, adorable either way. It is. It's, it's adorable. <laughs> Badland. Um, Work with me. What Howie, is, you is loved uh, what's Limbo. Limbo. 
And Badland scratches yeah. the same itch. I is it the so same developers? I don't. Uh, I don't recall. There's, it, it, there's a there, in the background. You see these characters in silhouette, just kind of watching. All you see is their eyes. And there's a well, there's one rat. There's a couple of rabbits. One of them looks exactly like the kid from Limbo, but with bunny ears on. <laughs> and in this game, you're basically these little insect type creatures in this swampy, horrible area, and the screen's moving forward. And basically, you want to get you know, to the other side without dying or something falling on you, you getting stuck. And then the screen wipes past you. And there's, there's items in the game that like make you bigger or smaller. And also that clone you, there's these like little things where if you touch them, it becomes a clone of you. And at some point be flying on like 20 clones of you <laughs> on the screen. And, and the only, the only control is you tap the screen for them to flap their little wings and try to fly up and keep moving. All these bird games. The, these aren't birds. I, I don't know. I don't know what to call these things. <laughs> Uh, these mythical creatures with wings. Yeah, they're 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 just these tiny little bug like it's 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 very pretty in the fact that everything's kind of kind of gross looking. It's same the same way Limbo was. Yeah. You know, Limbo had children getting dismembered and things like that in it, but it was still very pretty. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it was it all was in, adorable. It was all in silhouette. <laughs> and have stuff you played like that. Limbo? I have not. Uh, Actually, you know what? I have it from the Humble Bundle Indie yeah. Pack. You need to play Limbo. But I haven't played it yet. Limbo is a, is a beautiful I've got platform. so many games. I can't keep up with you people. <laughs> I've got so many games I'm wait, trying to put out wait, for you. Wait, you have more time than us to play games. Yeah. What are you talking about? You, know, you, you don't have kids. No, but no, I, that's the I'm Trump a full-time. Card. I've got school and a full-time job. And yeah, that's true. School. Who needs yeah. school? School. Yeah, screw wait, it. Stay in school, kids. Stay in, stay in school. Yeah. We don't support We're it, We're not that explicit. It. So yeah, stay in school, play games. Badland, it, it's great because then, I mean, you can just you can play right through the levels, and you get one guy to the end, and he survives, and you go to the next level, and never see anything about how well you're doing. But if you want to, you can do the Angry Birds things, where like you know, I want a three star every map. You go back, and there's eggs. There's three eggs, but it's not just based on your score. The three eggs have different goals for each level, like survive with five clones, or survive with seven clones, oh, or challenges. You know, yeah, challenges exactly, or get yeah. through without dying. And so you can go back and then play all these little short maps, which are you know, two minutes, three minutes long, and play them over and over again, trying to meet those goals if you really, really want to. But I if played really, through. Really want. I played through like twelve maps. It depends having on how your no stomach's... idea that those were even there because I was just progressing through the game. Depending and I really on how your that. stomach's feeling, you could get a good, you know, five to ten every night. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> when you're in the when you're on depending the porcelain on, throne, depending on how many growlers you gotta, you gotta yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Badland is free right now, and it's a gorgeous game. Yeah, uh, I don't. Is it on iPhone or is it iPad only? I don't. Uh, I have no idea. I, it's on iPhone as well. Is it? I just downloaded. Good. It. Get Badland. It is such a oh, yeah, pretty that, game. The app free thing that you were mentioning is yeah. iOS only. It, okay, that's kind of what I figured. But uh, but yeah, there's lots of free games Sorry, out there strong. right now that are not usually. I mean, there's always a lot of free games on iOS. And most of them are middling at best. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. There yeah, are some no. that aren't. Right. But most are. There are a lot of really good games right now for free. You owe it to yourself to get out there if you have an iOS device. Even and if, if you, you don't have, have an money. iOS device, go out and buy one and get then a, download yeah, them. Get a, get a cheap iPod. Like, get the, yeah. go out or buy the iPod off your friend that just got Fourth an iPhone I, and I already touch. had an iPod. Convince him that he doesn't need well, his iPod that's, anymore. That's me. Chris is raising his hand. I have a first-generation iPod Touch if anyone would like it. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, you can't download any of the new apps they <laughs> because they're, they're, they're not, not supported anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think you need a fourth gen or better to get most of these. Okay, so my first gen isn't worth much, but I'll still send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, gazelle.com. Yeah, gazelle it, man. Go to our new commercial now. With, no, just yeah, well, there, there's our sponsor. Brought to you We by should become Dreams. an iOS game review <laughs> podcast just so we can get the niche and dig our heels in rather than be one of thousands of gaming podcasts. But we are... We are competing. That was the longest what you've been playing I think I've ever. I, I can't help it. I, I'm swimming in an ocean of well, free games. Well, it's really not just kind you. of transition from I mean, the what was... you've been playing to. Hey, look at this new news of. True, we did we did add in the news on there, but a mix of Skyrim and on Epic and yeah, it yeah. spurred a lot of convos. Yeah, yeah. And well, and That's also conversation. It's nice because we're covering mind. a wide variety <laughs> of of game types. Uh, yeah, yeah, guys, like go out and get these games. You know, the other the other thing is, like I told you, I finally finished episode two of The Walking Dead last yeah. night, which I didn't realize that for six months I've left it hanging. The game. not the, He's not watching episode two. No, yeah, episode two, two of Walking Dead. <laughs> he's actually the Telltale up to date game. on the seasons. The Telltale game, not the uh, shooter. But I'm also playing that on iPad. And the, the funny thing is, last night I was in a really bad mood, and I was like, I'm bored and I'm in a bad mood. Oh, I should play Walking Dead because I never play it because it puts me in a bad mood. Because it's so good, and I get so absorbed in it, but it's The Walking Dead, so you're not going right. to walk away feeling like sunshine and rainbows. Right. You're not like, you know, you're not a bird sliding down hills, <laughs> which <laughs> is adorable. Yahoo! Walking Dead is adorable, you guys. And, and so, yeah, it's, I, it's I, I fired it up and realized I stopped in the middle of an episode, so I finally beat that episode. So, who knows, maybe in another six months I'll play episode three. <laughs> what, did, we'll what did you say last? Totes, toots? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally toots. tutorials. Yeah. Totes, toots. There's toes toots, toots, toots out there. Toots out there. For Legend of Dan. Nation of Dan. So, hey, I got an email notification like a week ago or two weeks ago. It said, Firefall is going open beta. Open beta Firefall. That means anyone can download it. Anyone even, can even the download it. The Best Buy guy. The Best Buy guy. I don't know. Is hey, it on the Xbox hey, 360? Hey, you guys want to play Firefall? You, got, you need to get you're the looking Halo. To, yeah. You're looking to blow your you mind. You need to get the Halo of Firefall. You'll blow your mind with Firefall. Yeah. I got to tell you, uh, we've talked a little bit about Firefall before, especially when Aaron was here. Yes. Um, it's I, I, I finally I patched it and got in today, took a look. I didn't get a, a lot a of time to play. Poo? Yeah, well, I figured if they've made improvements, if this thing is really a public beta now, there ought to be some obvious improvements as soon as I start up the game. Because our biggest beef was that we had no idea what the heck we were doing. After a certain point, you're like, I, I don't know what to do. Yeah, this or is you really felt, great. You like you've done you've a really done cool everything. thing. Yeah. Well, it's like you felt like you've done everything, but you didn't because you're like, look at this giant world they yeah, created. I don't I'm feel lost. like I've done that much. I'm I've done all I think I know how to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm I've lost. done, and I think maybe I've done all that there is to do right now. But Hold, I feel like I'm not. Where's knowing. the quest giver? Yeah, where's the quest? <laughs> so I, I logged in. It still had my character from the closed beta, and I logged in, and immediately an NPC pops up on my screen and starts saying, hey, you, you need to go do this, do that, do that. And I'm like, cool. And I try to find my quest log and didn't <laughs> immediately. And I'm like, okay, I have no idea what she said or what I'm supposed to do. Was so, I supposed to write that down? Crap. I'm sure it's in there. I Again, I didn't have much time to peek around. One of the things I want to first off, I can say right off the bat that the UI is a little more refined, uh, which is good. It's and a fun game. It is really ba- fun. Closed beta, it's a fun game. For an MMO shooter, it's really good physics and controls. And it's... For an it's, MMO, it's fun. It, like it's interesting fun. Yeah, I mean you get you get drawn in pretty quickly. It's a it's a sci fi shooter that takes place on this weird world that's in some kind of a time warpy. It's yeah, thing. A- aliens Alien are invading, invading, whatever. warping time thing. And anyway, 
Uh, it, it's pretty, it's like cell shaded graphics. Uh, it works really well. Very colorful. Um, very colorful. A lot of verticality. You could, you have jump boots. Everybody it's has adorable. jump boots. So there's a lot of jumping it's, and saying, it's borderline adorable. It is. The color palette is adorable. It is. I agree. But, with uh, well, yeah, the, uh, so I was trying to get, I also spawned out in the middle of nowhere. And so I'm like, all right, I want to get back to the regular, the opening city and see what that is now. And right away I noticed there's like more particle effects. There's a lot more. There's a lot more nice touches to the graphics, which I actually didn't expect. Well, did, um, did you play it on your older or in your laptop before? No, no, no. Okay. I, I've I've played it on on it's the good machine bad. before. It's, I mean, the closed beta well. hasn't been out for that long. Uh, it's been out long enough. I think I did play it on the laptop originally. Yeah, but that's within what a year? Yeah, a year and a half. Yeah, I built my computer. I, I don't. I don't. I don't consider I built my that computer like five ago. months ago, four months. Considering ago. this, this game has had hype for a while. Well, trailer. The whole hype. thing about Firefall, the closed beta to me was not a closed beta because it was far from feature complete. It was to yeah. me, it was an, like like a, an invite alpha. I mean, yeah. it, it was more than an alpha build. It wasn't just a test build, but they were constantly changing. Yeah, it was dramatically like changing. It was things. weekly. Yeah. Update. And but I mean, it wasn't just updates. It was just like taking completely thing, things that everybody was using out and throwing something in that made no sense to anyone, and that kind of stuff. And and one of the big things was the crafting. The crafting is so complex, and it's never been something you can understand. And sometimes I like it, that. Sometimes I like it didn't it, really though. work. Like they it would, it would kind of shut it off. But if you were a noob like me and you didn't fully understand how to work it, you didn't realize that it wasn't working. And you're in there going, why can't I make anything? What am I doing wrong? <laughs> you don't want to ask anyone for help. It's like, I just lost all my materials. Oh, and yeah, the second I type in, anybody know if the crafting is up? Oh, then you're just inviting yeah. terror. What are yeah. you, a noob? Yeah. Oh, anti-Semitic comment. So I uh, I went and I checked out the crafting. They It's still complicated. There's still a lot of meat there. But I did find that the resources I had were actually able to craft a few things, which never seemed to be the case. Before. <laughs> I, I had a ton of resources, and I couldn't make anything before. I would rather have too much meat than not enough meat. Right. I'd well, rather be complex than the, not have The enough. best part was they have a, they have a, a filter in there now that you click the filter, and the filter is only show items that I can craft using the junk I have. So it goes. the list goes from hundreds and hundreds of things down to like five or seven, you know, when you're at my low level, right? So I was like, okay, cool. Now I can actually craft a few things. Oh, I can make, you know, the portable, uh, like, glider pad, because you can glide around on these glider things. And I was like, neat. I'm going to do this, this, this. And then I realized there are a couple items on there that looked like they were exclusively components for other craftable items. Here's the thing. I have no idea what the what those items are. Maybe there maybe there's a way to see, like, you know, in Dota, you can shift-click on something and see what, or whatever, and see what it's used to make the recipe tree. Yeah, the recipe tree. You can look on an item that you can't afford yet and see what you need to build it, or you can have an item that like you can't afford, a lower item, and click on it and see what it is the component, what other items it is a it component can build in. into. Yes. And I didn't immediately see that, so I'm like, okay, yeah, I can build these two things, but I have no idea what they're for. And right. if I unclick that filter button, I don't even know where to find them <laughs> in all the drop down <laughs> menus. Is there's so many things. So, but it was working. That's the big thing. It yeah. was working. And it's still beta. It so is. You can't. Yeah. You can't knock it for right. anything. It's. It's right. beta. They're learning. They're taking in feedback. That's the whole point of it. It is. It is a solid game. And if you've never played it, it's worth getting into and just doing the mining in it. It's the mining, it's which free, is called thumping. Right? Yeah. I mean, you just right go now. to the site and download it. Google yeah. Firefall Beta. Or yeah. Firefall download. Just Firefall. Yeah. And and. It, the, the thumping is a lot of fun. You know, I, I did a ton of it, so I didn't feel the need to jump in and do it today. Thumping is resource gathering. It's resource gathering. But it, it spawns uh, many Enemy. boss fights. Yeah, I it starts. Yeah, it's, it spawns. Fight. Yeah. 
and you go out, you you like you have this thing that basically detects resources in the ground and where you find a lot of media resources, you call down from space, like this thing just comes down and starts It's a gatherer. Yeah, it's, it's a mine. It's a, thing. it's a mining tool that sucks the resources out of the ground and then provided it survives. The thing is the wildlife is attracted by the noise. And so these alien wildlife comes and tries to attack that thing and you, and you have to fight them off so they don't destroy your thumper. And when it's done, it goes back up to space and you have those resources to then craft more items. It's really cool because you could just be anywhere and be bored and be like, oh, there's some stuff here. I'll just start one of these sequences, you know, it lasts five, ten minutes. And, you know, you'll be sitting there shooting animals and some guy will wander by and just help you out. Yeah. You know, I've I've actually you you turn the corner and you see like 10 people fighting off trying to protect this thumper. Yeah. And you can just it's really cool to just kind of jump into a multiplayer. It's like jumping into a dungeon. But there's no load screen. There's, and there's, it's just yeah. the environment. There's there's like different levels of thumpers, and there's also squad thumpers where they're entire they're bigger, and they I guess attract better enemies. So you the intention is I'm gonna you're gonna go resource gather with a group, and you just you get a few friends, and you just wander out in the wilderness and start these sequences, which is just so you can play it so casually. Which you say MMO shooter, nothing casual comes to mind. <laughs> you don't no. think casual anything. Yeah. But you can totally just, I mean, I don't know if you're going to progress. I mean, again, most of what I played, I didn't feel like I was progressing at all, you know, in the past. Uh, to, that might be different now. But you could totally just run out and just do that for hours and have fun, you know? Yeah. And there's also instances that occur in the world, and they occur all over the place. They scale to whatever rank your player is. And you could be, I remember these, like, tornado things that would spawn aliens that would just come ripping through town. There'd be 60 people fighting these things. But everybody was all different levels, and I think that the the damage that the that these things do scale to what level you well. are, which is yeah. really well, because there didn't seem to be any level disparity between all the people fighting. Everybody seemed to be contributing equally, which, that, hey, that's, that's that can't impressive. be easy to do. That's impressive. Yeah, that can't be easy to do. So I, if you like you know, shooters or MMOs or both. Worth trying out. It's definitely worth trying out, by yeah. all means. Yeah. So and and they they've made some progress. I'm I'm looking forward to digging my teeth and into it a can little only, bit more. I mean, it can only go further. It's still beta. So. Yeah, and it's just now hit the open beta, so they right. can still. If you want to try it out now, expect it to get better. So yeah. if you enjoy it now, you're probably going to enjoy it when it launches. Right. Plus, they might even reward you for doing beta. What I'm what I'm hoping the next time I get, I'm going to pay attention to what my mission is and what the story is because that's where I, would I get lost yeah, before. I honestly haven't done any. I haven't followed quests. I haven't followed what they were telling me to do. I just I had a. I yeah. figured I was going to wander. I jumped into some thumper fights. I started some thumper fights, and I had a blast when I was playing. Yeah, but yeah, I kind of I, I did. did I got to the point where I was out. like, yeah, I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, but I feel like that's alleviated a little bit. At one point, there was a quest I was doing that was actually really like long and lengthy, and had several different like mini quests in it, and it actually was very story. Story was very prescient uh, in it, and it was actually kind of almost like emotional. And the next time I logged in, there was no history of that. It was gone. I, uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what? What? Yeah. So they were. There was a, a tug of war going on with the with the development cycle before. I'm hoping and hoping that's evened out. You know, if they ever want to go pro with it, if they ever want the the pro right. scene to latch onto the MMO, <laughs> uh, they're gonna have to to iron that out. Hey, speaking hey, of pro speaking scenes. of pro scenes, hey, uh, you know you the. I've been hearing, yeah. yeah, Procene, it's an acne treatment. You should look into it. I'm not saying anything, but, you know, not for nothing. We're not going to point <laughs> fingers at you, but, God, please, get a two. We're not going to point two fingers at you and squeeze a piece of flesh together. Um, <laughs> pro tournaments are becoming 
a very huge. Yeah, I mean, there's always been like the crazy fighting game tournaments and stuff like that, like your Street Fighter Two and Street Fighter Alpha Turbo Nine or Five Six Seven zip code. Yeah. Yes. Five or niner. Right. But, you know, Niner StarCraft, fiber. which has always been huge in Korea, now StarCraft and StarCraft 2 are both having their own pro tournament scene. Globally. Globally, yeah. Yeah. It's showing up more in the U.S. And, well, now that the consoles can provide streaming digital content, it gives you an easy avenue to look into that stuff where yeah. it might have been kind of obscure for you to stumble on before. And it's becoming an increasing market for players that are joining games just right. now starting, right. where you can look up to pro players and see how they play. Yeah. Similar to sports. And there's been a little bit of that on, like, I think G4. Is G4 around or is G4 done? G4 is still around. Is it still around? I know a couple of the well, I shows mean, I liked on it. Yeah. I mean, I, don't know. I follow their their app a little bit for oh, news and stuff. But. but, yeah, I think maybe even on FX or something like that, you know, that, that stuff's been started to leak into mainstream media a little bit more. Uh, they're saying Halo 4. That, that was surprising. Yeah, tell me about that. You read about that. I See, I can't... I don't want to quote anything for sure on the article. I just remember... Well, the, you don't have your phone out, so you can't quote anything. Well, this, I read this a while ago. <laughs> but they Microsoft came out saying they are doing a Halo 4 tournament, and that's not uncommon because they used to have Xbox... Um, they did Halo 1 tournaments pretty commonly, I believe. Yeah, that's it the first time I really started I, paying attention to console tournaments other than like your normal local Madden stuff. I can even... I remember they did uh, like 4v4s, 2v2s, 1v1s, just tournaments. And they actually, it was pretty big. You could do it at uh, GameStop. You could come to your local GameStop and play in a tournament. Oh, weird. It was actually kind of neat. I can't think of a less comfortable place than a GameStop. But, I mean, you're just going to play. I got to have my butt on my couch, man. Yeah. I got to have have my Mountain Dew right there, my, my Mountain Dew Game Fuel. (laughs) <laughs> the thrill of playing against someone you never played against for stakes of if you lose, you go home, or if you win, you can go on in the bracket. <laughs> what are the stakes? <laughs> you don't get to play anymore. Oh, I've you got can't, it all on the line! You can't go home and play. <laughs> the internet's broken. Those are stakes. They those are, are stakes. stakes. But still, it's it's neat. It's yeah. Neat. I, what's, what's the big implication? I mean... When uh, the nice thing about when the tournament scene comes into play, then balance issues become much bigger deals. You, you can't really leave something broken well, yeah. if you want your game to actually hit the tournament scene. Speaking specifically on Dota 2 terms, which I actually know, right? They try very hard and they avoid all updates like a month before the tournament, right? Because they don't want there could be screw exploits anything. that you don't that aren't right. really widely known yet. But even then. You know people try and exploit things on their own. Like, they come up with their secret strategies or yeah. combos that they think will work that other people won't catch. But speaking of the Dota 2 tournament, which I, I'm i attending in August. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun, Last dun. year, Nerd. the tournament was million-dollar prize for winning team. Yeah. This is global. Yeah. This year, they with the intro of Dota 2 on Steam and all that. You get a free hat. Free, a free hat in the game that you can wear, yeah. right? Oh, I don't know. Like, but we'll give you the engineer goggles from a little, Team Fortress Two. A little piggy oh, that follows you around. <laughs> the price or the winning pot has more than doubled. It's like two point yeah. two million right That's now. Bag, yo. Just from people purchasing tickets to watch the game or go to the game. That's like six hundred thousand dollars a piece. That's a lot. That's of, not really that's, that at all. That my math is it, That's four hundred thousand yeah, dollars a piece. I, well, you know, I, I wonder though, is, is this a you know, it, video games are obviously um, 
going down the path of uh, we care more about monetizing video games. And we have cared more about games. exposing people to them as a form of entertainment without yeah. necessarily having them so playing is them. That, is that a good thing or a bad thing for video games? I think it's, I think it's good. I think it's, I think it's good. I, it's weird. I wish video games could have more exposure in other media. I mean, like, okay, you see movies on TV. You go to the movies, you see commercials for television shows and stuff like that. You see commercials, but like when it comes to video games being represented on television, you get the little, every now and then, the little glimpses of things, like I said before, on like G4 or whatnot. Yeah. But other than that, you just hear jokes that aren't that well written on like Big Bang Theory that don't quite get it right. They kind I don't of just think, barely miss I don't the mark. think TV side justifies it at all. It's all, I would say right now it's all internet. Yeah, it, and, and I and think it really advertises yeah. internet. I think you know as much as I complain about how the 360 has gone from being a great game machine that did other stuff to being another stuff machine that also plays games, uh, and that's what makes me worry about the Xbox One so much. But that to me is where the biggest avenue is, where they can put it right there and say, "Hey, this is going on right now. Watch it live." You know, it's, it's like when we were in college. Everybody showed up at dinner on a Friday night, you know, if you didn't have plans, which, you know, private school, a lot of people didn't. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, well, hmm. so you were all into dinner and everybody's sitting there kind of talking and someone finally says, anybody watching that sumo wrestling tournaments on TV? We had like 10, 12 cable channels. It was terrible. So, you know, provided you didn't want to watch, you know, 10 shopping networks, everybody was watching one or two of the same things. And like, anybody catch that sumo tournament? Nobody knows anything about sumo wrestling, but we come to find out that everyone had been watching the sumo tournament. And so once we realized that we were all secretly watching it in our rooms, we couldn't wait to run back and like get into, like pile into someone's room and start making bets and eating popcorn and going crazy about this sumo tournament in Japan. It's oh. the same kind of thing. It's sumo. like, wait, I don't even own that game, but I might watch in to see what these crazy people are up to. You know what I mean? Yeah. We it, but, but we need. There's there's the side of it though that now uh, developing um, studios will you know care more about that because that's where the money's at yeah. that they're not going to care about you and what you want and making a good game they're going to just care about making this specific thing for them and it, you know you look at the film in- industry you know they're just pumping out crap because they know that that's what they pump out a lot of crap for yeah. for the there's a lot of crap per good movie made or yeah. se- movie that's made to seriously be appealing yeah, and it to seems like long term we're starting to go down that path with all the uh you know the annual franchises and things like that where we're just going to do this because this is we don't want to take risks well here that's the thing though sell. i don't think the annualizable franchises can really make that much of a mark in the serious competitive scene because they're annualizable franchises you know so balance you the, the games that take more risks are the ones that are going to you know be the ones that are going to be tournamentized I don't know if it's I don't know if if one precludes the other. I don't know if you have to if it's risk taking necessarily because I think there's such a thing as making a safe fighting game, you know, in yeah. a way. Uh, but I don't know if it's risk taking. But the annualizable franchises, by their very nature, are changing frequently, and when they change because they're annualizable, they're different every year, but they're also predominantly the same. Yeah. Well, it, yeah. So they're not going to take where, the. When I say risk, I mean they're not going to take. An opportunity to say, "Here's this new thing that you know never been done before, or it's done a totally different way," and take the risk that it may fail, you know. Or you also the, risk that it the big be thing if you, if you take awesome. a risk, if it doesn't make a big enough splash, is there going to be enough interest in people following a tournament scene? You know, Halo Four is Halo, right? Fighting games, yeah. any fighting game, when it's a one-on-one fighter, you can kind of understand what's going on, right? Um, 
games like that. But your Call of Duties and stuff like that, yeah, there's tournaments for those. But I don't know that they would ever have the wide the wide appeal because they have they change them so much and they change them so often that just what Chris was just talking about the exploits and stuff like that don't get cleaned up as quickly because shoot before they're I mean by the time their game's gone gold they're already getting I mean that team's immediately working on the right. game for the second year for the year after next because right. there's a whole other team. We're already halfway through the development cycle for the year that the game will be coming out the following year. So they've got two teams working concurrently that release a game every other year under the same title, the right. same series. They don't have anybody, they don't have the kind of resources to commit to managing, I think, what you need to manage for updates and exploits and stuff like that for a, a, a serious tournament style game. Yeah. Um, the, what you might see is like you might see a few tournaments for games like that, but it's like three or four year old version, meaning it's been updated to the point where it's done. But even then, for serious tournament hosts to want to include that game in a tournament, they have to view it as balanced and equal and non exploitable. And those annualizable franchises, I just don't think get that kind of love because Activ- Activision's not going. You know where the money is? Tournaments. Activision's going. You know where the money is? Every November. <laughs> so they're, you know, we got to put out Assassin's Creed. We got to put out. You know. At- so on the other on the other side of this, you know, could this be a really good thing for people to uh, make really good games to try to get into that that scene? I don't know. I see. I don't know how many yeah. of the games in tournaments are actually that. And that's that's kind of where I'm. They have to be competitive enough about. to be in that market. They have to be competitive enough to be in that market, and, and, and competition sometimes automatically excludes a large part of your core market because people aren't well, as competitive as they used to be. I mean, look, it's, look at it's Dota. A different, it's a different type of competition because competition in RPG is competition to be a higher level than someone else, right? Which is way different than Dota competition, where it's. Win or lose. It's win or lose. You all start at the same level. Right. You know, 20 minutes from now, you won't be, most likely. But I'd say there's different levels of competition. But that's, I think Dota 2 is a a great example of where we might shine the flashlight about this conversation. Because it's like, you know, that game's been in beta forever, and it's extremely competitive. It is going to be this way. It is going to be part of the tournament scene. And guess what? It has a huge barrier to entry. We've talked about this several times. Where people, I mean, first off, when you sit down with it, it's intimidating. It's hard to figure out. You kind of need somebody talking to you, or you need to be real committed to learning. The community shuns you. And the community shuns you completely. Yeah. You know? And I think that's the the same kind of thing. Once you get past this, I mean, you can buy a copy of, like, Blaze Blue or a copy of Marvel vs. Capcom or whatever and sit and play it by yourself. But the minute you walk into a tournament and play it, those people are of a league yeah. So far beyond. Oh, yeah. Because you've never, you've never been exposed to that playing by yourself. Exactly. But these games like Dota 2, you can get exposed to that the first time you play. If you're dumb enough to actually matchmake the first time you play, <laughs> yeah, you're going to be, you're be crying experience. yourself to sleep that night <laughs> because they are going to tear you apart. And, and they're not just going to tear you apart in-game. They're going to verbally abuse you. They will make you want to uninstall. Yeah. Yeah. There, I'm sure there's a lot of people who've rage uninstalled that game <laughs> as well, a result of the abuse. See, the funny thing is, I feel like most people that play that know someone that's already played and told them to get into it. You kind of have to. Yeah. Right. Well, and that was the nature of the beta. Right. Yeah. I mean, you had absolutely. to get an invite, you know, unless you knew the right. ways around like and that's, we did. It's actually good coming in with like a buddy, someone who's experienced a playing. Buddy. A buddy. A buddy. Someone who knows what they're doing and can guide you. Right on. I, and I think, I think 
it's it's hard to chase a carrot like that. StarCraft Two is incredibly popular, but StarCraft Two parlays into the tournament scene because StarCraft One did after all was said and done. I mean, South Korea was all up. It, they deserve all the credit for making that popular, and then StarCraft Two then becoming that so that same way by default. And they have they have teams of people who live in homes together and just play. I mean, it's a job. They, yeah. Well, no. Uh, there was actually nope. a study. Yes, yes, no, no, yes. <laughs> there was a study that in North Korea, South Korea, yeah. over there, there North Korea. I don't even think has dial up yet. So let's okay. just say South okay. Korea. We'll say South Korea. <laughs> people that play professional game there make more money than people with real jobs. Like oh, some of them do. Yes, because of sponsors and tournaments mm-hmm. and leagues that you play in, you make more money salary wise than people that are doctors. And it's hard to say something like that because you can't just be like, I think I'll be a pro gamer when I grow up. Right. It, you have to be good. And by the way, you won't be grown up. You'll be between the ages yeah. of 17 and 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. You're, <laughs> you don't usually, see a lot of 45-year-old guys with an ace bandage on their hand usually clicking away. Usually mid-20s is a pretty common age for, yeah. especially, I mean, Dota it's Well, it's when but, your reflexes are at their sharpest. Yeah. Yeah. So Well, that and you've been exposed earlier where you've, gotten into that area and then you're at your peak i mean it's similar to a sport okay do you think any video like in in the future put on your future caps any video game could be as you know as i won't say as popular as like watching a professional sport on television but as accepted and normal how are you there's one are you finding your question like do you think we'll see pro video games on tv well no i mean yes but I think also, that's very possible within I mean, the next TV, couple TV of years. TV as a medium is changing dramatically, so that's hard to even you know peg. Like like we right. say, okay. you can get stuff on your consoles and stuff. Um, I guess I'm more saying, do you think it will be as socially normal? Do you think like will there ever be video game stars in the West the I, way there are professional I, athletes? I think yes. Yeah, I think the way and 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 fatality does not count. I'm going off. <laughs> I'm going off just on the growth of. Dota 2 International Tournament. Right. Going from their million-dollar prize, which was unheard of. Right. That was a lot of money for even a five-man team. Right. That's a lot of money to give out for a winner of a video game. But now they're up to 2.2 just... That sale is based on people buying tickets. Yeah. They 2.2? Said 2.2 million. Oh, man, my math just went wrong. I thought it was just 2 million. 2.2, yeah. What's 22 divided by 5? What? Brandon in Frederick, Maryland is currently banging his fist it's against the four, steering wheel. four point something. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm sorry. But anyway, <laughs> anyway it's, it's unreal that these games, being just video games, these are people that probably just played the game, thought they were good, made right. a team. And the funny thing is anyone can join the qualifiers to be in this international tournament. Yeah. You just play in the qualifiers to get a chance at being in the finals. And they take, like, the one person from there as the, what's it called, the wild card yeah, to be in the tournament. So we could take five of us right now. I mean, it's over now. But next year, we could take five of us, and we could apply to be in this tournament. Yeah. Not going to make it. No. I'm just saying. We really aren't. Anyone can do it. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. it's really neat to know that I, I've, you don't have to be in the right place at the right time no. as and much as you do like, with a lot of other things. And, a scout doesn't have to find you. And you don't you have to just be, become, you can just climb the ladder with a few committed people. And you don't have to be like, yeah, you have to practice. You have to be good at it. But 
I mean, some people aren't cut out for sports. Yeah. You just don't have the body for it. You're at a disadvantage. This, I mean, you obviously just, it'll you come. You just need to not have carpal tunnel. Yeah. It it yeah. comes quicker to some people, but still, it's it's something anyone could pick up. It's, it's a different yeah. kind of acumen. Well, There's still an acumen involved. For, absolutely. For yeah. it to be, uh, like, going back to your question about, you know, could this be something that, you know, for all intents and purposes, just be on TV and the, this is broadcast like the Super Bowl type yeah. of thing. You know, it's it still has a stigma about it uh, in the populace. You know, it, it's less it's video in the games. West. Yeah, it, you know, video games. You know, people play video games are just either a bunch of nerds or whatever. It's becoming less and less, so that has to go away completely. Yeah. Uh, and I and think the, I think there's another really a really I'm sorry, but I think there's another really simple problem with the whole thing with having video game stars. What's that? Which is that when you're watching the footage of it, you're not seeing the dude. You're seeing the Avatar in game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like most but people, not, most not people in this Twitch. country could pick out Kobe Bryant out of a lineup. Yeah, but, uh, but if anyone who follows again, I'm going to go back to Dota. Do you think most people could pick Jeff, could pick Jeff Gordon out of a lineup? So that's the thing. Not. I think people who are huge NASCAR and Indy, like people who are huge racing fans, know what the drivers look like. I know what Jeff Gordon looks like because you know he was on the cover of every pop machine for a long time in the in the Midwest. But he's literally the only one that I have any idea. No, okay, Danica Patrick. I could pick, <laughs> I could pick on Danica Patrick. But literally, those are the only two that I have any idea what they look like. Because if I were watching racing on television, which means if I fell asleep in front of the TV, um, I, I there it's just cars. I don't see people, and I don't know people. And they can put their little pictures up on the screen next to the logo. I don't care. They're cars. And so to me, they can't be superstars unless... Unless the it's the uh, the the companies that are you know sponsoring them plaster them all over you know GoDaddy commercials during the Super Bowl, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean that's how I get exposed to it through other sports and stuff like that. And I just think it'd be hard to be a video game star because you don't. First off, you're not going to have the physique and the look that people want famous people to have seven yeah, I, times I out of seven well, times. Out I don't of 10. know about that. Seven times out of ten, because it, if it, you're interested in watching a professional group of five players, yeah, then yeah, obviously you're gonna know them by their name, their gamer tag. Right. That doesn't mean you know their real name. That's who, who really cares? That depends. Yeah. That... But still, you if you care enough about that team, your team, whatever your American team, whatever you care about the most, you'll look into your players and see who they are because, just like in a professional match or something like football, people get drafted often. Right. So those five aren't gonna be there next year. Yeah. They might lose someone. Someone might stop playing. Someone right. might. Whatever. Somebody can get in a real, but you know, like a real nasty tickle fight. I and... I don't watch pro Dota games that often, but I can point you out American pro names. Really? Yeah. And it's like I I've seen pictures of them just because I've seen like their team standing there at the international or whatever. Yeah. But I, I couldn't pick them out like you said faces. But it's not. I don't think that's what the pro video game scene wants. It's yeah. I yeah. think I think that's but, unimportant. But. But the media, love any medium, loves a face. They love a darling. Yeah. So when the when the nature of the esport, if you will, is predicated upon the face not being represented, or even being okay with a little bit of anonymity, like you're insinuating, mm-hmm. I, I don't think the media will ever take a serious interest in that. They well, want to have Shaquille O'Neal in a horrible video game in a kid's What if movie. they? What if they altered to that though? What if they did put a faith? Because I don't well, know no, if I see, have any faith yeah, in the media to adapt to that kind of thing. This is just like internet popularity 
in general. Internet famous, yeah. yeah. means a very specifically different thing. True. Yeah, and I, I see it along the same vein that, you know, people being popular on the internet is to a specific group and to a specific interest. And, um, you know, you talked about, you know, Ryan Davis and uh, how he meant a lot to you. Uh, yeah. And he meant a lot to a lot of people, but it was all within, you know, that genre of. And you made you a, know. I think it was you, how he made a very salient point about how I was saying it's amazing how on the internet where there's so much vitriol and hatred all the time, someone can be completely and 100% loved. Whereas on TV and music and all that, you are, you know, you have those who love you and those who hate you. And you made a very salient point, which was, well, that's because on the internet, you can just walk away. You don't have to look at that person or see that person. Whereas on the TV, you've got a limited number of things and stuff and you get stuff thrown in your face all the time. You know, it's yeah. like when I walk in the living room and my wife has the remote, I'm going to see a Kardashian within 30 seconds guaranteed, yeah. you know, whereas if I'm on the internet, I can just walk away and, and find something yep. else. And so, I, yeah, I was talking about how much Ryan was just so beloved, you know, by, it seemed like 100% yeah. of the people that had anything to say about him. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, it's, that's something that it's a different kind of famous, but will it always be the internet? Will it all? I mean, granted, the internet's creeping into everything else, but I still think there's a great big division. Yeah, the the question is, do people? Yeah, uh, you know, this is a hard question to answer. We're but, getting into some deep, yeah. crazy yeah, philosophy exactly. right now. Will will this uh, mind blow the famous? You know, like Kobe Bryant. Will that be as important? You know, twenty years from now. Having Gee, that, I'd love to say no. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't like most superstars. But the the problem is, you know, I, there's a lot of people who love the craziness of that and, and thrive on that kind people of... People always want to back a horse. Yeah. I've always laughed about guys our age, how, like, after college, years after college, you start seeing everybody getting way more hardcore about, like, NFL and sports, any sports team, you know, MLB, whatever, hockey. People just suddenly become fans of things they were never... Maybe they were closet fans of before or not fans at all. Yeah. And suddenly they're crazy hardcore into it. And I was always wondered when I was a kid, why is that? And as I got older and started seeing my own friends doing that, I'm like, oh, I know what it is. Because you start working a 9-to-5 job, 40-50 to 50 hours a week, and then you have a kid and you realize, I got nothing that interests me. I'm so absorbed in something. I need a horse that I can back. I need something that I can latch on to yeah. and, and identify myself with. Because right now I'm just... You know, I'm just an, a level five, whatever at work. I'm dad and I'm honey. I'm a level and that's five. So what, what tree yeah. did you go on that work? You know, what tree did you follow up? Well, <laughs> when you, I leveled up, magic? yeah, when I leveled yeah, at work, are yeah, you, are you a melee strictly work? pyromancy? Oh, I went, I'm a level five see, pyromancer in my job. I decided to go, I get paladin. paid bi weekly. <laughs> I, went, I went paladin, yeah. I totally, I totally went with the tech tree. Did you? Oh Did man, you? there's a brilliant uh, there's a brilliant satire in this, but uh, we've spent a lot of time talking about this, and I, it's good meaty stuff. But we need to move on. Uh, hey, hey, guys, Jack, get yes. that? Did you catch that GTA Five? Yeah, gameplay trip. Yeah, After, gameplay. When did GTA Four come out? Like six years ago? Long time, too long. A lots, long time lots ago. Of time. Big time. Yeah, big time. lots of times. Time. Love you. Big long time. times. Big and, time. Big time. Uh, and suddenly. Suddenly, Big time. we get to see slap of the bass, slap of the bass, slap of the bass, slap of the bass, man. Wow, you weren't even here for when that was a thing. It's a movie. I know it was oh. Paul Rudd. Yeah. It was randomly on TV one time when the goons were here. Oh, and no, all I wasn't weekend here long, it was like slap of the bass. Oh, I slap of the bass, man. Okay, okay. Was that married mar- or being forty married people? Say what? Paul Rudd movie. I love you, man. 
But that's was yeah. I love you, man. I love you, man. Yes, I love oh. you. Well, I again, it was on TV for like five minutes when I was in the room. So <laughs> the GTA Five gameplay. So it looks like a GTA game, and it looks pretty. It looks amazing. It looks it, downright adorable. Now it's huge. It's mind-bogglingly huge. Didn't they say it's bigger than all the area of all their previous games put together or something like that? I can neither confirm nor deny that. I, I may have just made it up, but we're saying it's true right now. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One true. thing to take away, there's hobbies. There's like mini-games in this game. Golf. Things like golf and scuba tennis diving. and yeah. scuba diving the golf and looked, skydiving. The golf looked almost as, like you only see it for a second, but it looks almost as deep. As a Tiger Woods golf yeah. game. No, it's a, it's a game in your game. It's a hobby. Like, you don't even have you to know, do this You know, they've always had stuff. mini games. But Bike riding was another yeah, one. Yeah, they've always had mini games, but now they're actually incorporating, like, actual games. This is like, like li- so second you're, life. You're buying of, a game to play a lot of games. Yeah. It's not like you just say, you send your character to go play golf, and he's gone for six hours and comes back. Yeah. It's you play golf, you, yeah, you line up the ball, the club, line you play the ball, each yeah. hole, and it's... And you're not one character either. You can and, waste oh, a lot of I have, time. I have no doubt that at any point you can take your golf club, run off the green, smack <laughs> a lady, yank her out of her car, and get in the car and just race off. Like It yeah. doesn't look like there's going to be any type of transition. No, that... there's no rules. <laughs> there's no rules. To we don't know all this for sure, but that's what I mean. That's definitely the impression that we're getting at this point. I mean, they've talked about how, right, unlike other GTA games, right at the very start of the game, you'll have access to every all the whole map. I mean, if you if you go the Which wrong place, new. you might get your yeah. This is new. They've always blocked you off and kept you in certain places, and then opened them up with like police barricades and stuff like that, and then opened them up to you and expand. But apparently, you could just get in a car and drive a, like to a different city as soon as you start the game. On the car note, they in that clip they showed uh, almost Need for Speed customizable. Yeah, like paint job, the, yeah. rims, body kit. And you customize it like you would in a Need for Speed game. Kind of like they're taking a note from some of the other open world GTA knockoffs. That like, is uh, something I like, love. Uh, Saints Row. Like, one thing I, I, I like I've, that. I, I did a lot any, of that in Saints Row. I like third. that. I haven't I like played that. any of the uh, 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 the game that we're talking about. That game, Grand GTA, Theft Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, uh, I haven't played Five. any of them, but I'm, I'm actually a little intrigued with this one, uh, and I'm really intrigued by the multiplayer. Huge. Oh, the yeah. final you just, clip. You just Press Chris happy button. Yeah, yeah. Talk, well, talk about the final shot of it where they, yeah, they kind of so they did a, they tried to do a little guys. bit of a mic drop, a little bit of a mic drop. Well, and they're like, we'll be coming, we'll be, we'll be bringing you the multiplayer. Video and you see soon. this dude, you basically you behind this dude, pick. he's kind of sauntering up to a window in like a high rise, just yeah. kind of like casually walking up to a window. And outside the window, it's like twenty you player see, names over, yeah, cars player names and over cars vehicles. moving around, and then like a jet flies by. Yeah. And there's a player name on the jet flying by. It's a lot more than like the five or six or whatever no, people that you could get in It's going to be massive. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be chaos. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's going to. I'm so excited for this game. Another side note: this game is not for the new gen consoles. Now, are they? Which are they really not, not going to new do versions for the new the next gen consoles? They or? might. I mean, it could be like you know, Grant GTA Three and Vice City came out on PlayStation Two long before they came out on Xbox. So I could see. Maybe after it's gold, then they start working Possibly. on porting it up or something. But as of right now, it's not even out on not going to be out on PC. It's coming out on 360 and PS. It never comes out on PC day and date, does it? It comes out later on PC. No, it, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but it's by who? Rockstar. 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 Yeah. Rockstar does it. Yeah, and it's 
I've never played it on the computer, so I, I can't even comment on that. I, I haven't either. I've played uh, GTA 3 by City on Xbox. Obviously, it's more moddable. But right. I right. Don't, I don't know what to take away from that. You know, and uh, that's a game I want to go where people are. I want to go where the people yeah, are. Especially in a 50-player, multiplayer craziness, jets and cars. Well, and there, <laughs> there seems to be a little bit of a push to have multiplayer cross-platform. Right. You know, with Skyrim Online. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but do you really think that anything anything Xbox will ever play well with anything Sony? No. Well, and that's and that's no. what uh, Bethesda is saying. They're having a hard time developing to the new gen consoles, not because of because they all have similar specs, but yeah. trying to get it all to play nice enough. It's nice, a different yeah. language, more or less. Um, anyway, what? I'm excited to see the new multiplayer trailer, and this game launches September. A little earlier than the holiday remember. season. Yeah. That's good. They they need to get it out before the next-gen consoles yeah. hit because then people, they'll, the, they'll, the early adopters won't want to buy stuff on an old yeah, system. Yeah, they'll want to explode it. That's good. And I'm just, it's something to look forward to. Look for the new multiplayer video. We're going to talk about it when it comes out because yeah. I'm going to be looking for it. I don't, I'll tell you, you know, it looks very pretty. It looks a little bit prettier than the last one, but bigger and more like a bigger draw distance and whatnot. Uh, the frame rate, it looks... It's a GTA frame rate, folks. It ain't high, and they're going to apply a lot of blur effects to it to kind of slide it. You know, it's not going to be a Call of Duty 60 frame per second experience, but that's not what that's they go not for. what it's supposed they're to They're going be, for right. cinematic. Yeah. You know, they're not going for high and fidelity. The, uh you play as the three main role characters. That's, no, that's interesting. What, I was gonna ask. what do you yeah. think? Because what they showed in this game, because everybody's been going, what does that mean? Are you just going to switch, you know, a third of the way through the game to another player? And they, they showed... it sound like an option. They made it sound like when you're on a mission at any point... You could jump to another player's perspective. And so the yeah. one they showed was there's a dude flying the helicopter. Another dude's rappelling down the side of a building and busting in a window. And he gets in the window and he's like, hey, I need some help because some other guy's busting the room with guns. So then he switch, the player switches to the third guy who's across the street with a sniper rifle, takes out those three, and then jumps to the guy in the helicopter. You know what I mean? To me, I'm looking at this going, this may seem like bright and novel for a GTA game. But there's been lots of games. It's Dragon Age. Well, any RPG where you can switch between characters and stuff like that. To me, I'm not really... I almost feel like the thing about GTA... One of there's a lot of cool things about GTA historically, but one of them is you get into these cray-cray situations and you're just a dude running with a bat going, oh, crap, I need to get in a car. I need to get a car. Oh, and you turn the corner. You're going to knock someone out of the car. There's no cars on this block. And you keep running. You got people chasing Conveniently, you. Conveniently, there's no cars on yeah, that block. Yeah, exactly. And you're just, I mean, it was those kind of dynamic situations that you would get into that aren't necessarily scripted. And you're like, I, ah! And it was that kind of hecticness. With this game, if I can jump back and forth between three, three characters in time, am I going to lose that kind of, that engrossing being trapped in the momentness yeah. because I can hop around. Well, That's and, an and, interesting and, point. Well, yeah, and it, I, th- I think it would make it bad if, if if you had to switch between I, the three. The to, way, yeah, to make but the you know that it's going to be that way. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, at I, this yeah, point, I, I have to switch to this guy to, to do this part yeah. of it. Because you know, if, if I have to, then it makes me not want to. Yeah, because I, when I'm in a mission, I, I want to be, be that dude there being a BA. I don't want to be... Because then, like, it becomes an RPG. It becomes like a strategy game. Yeah. It's like playing Knights of the Old Republic and queuing up all the different the attacks for your different team members, and they get okay, fight. It's hard to know if that's what they're going for. If they just want to put that option out to you, yeah. If I could play Which the we don't whole know. game as one dude, or that, I'm totally cool. Not that uh, I would want to do that, but because that way I know that at any point I can just focus. Can on you one play thing. the whole game as no dudes? No dudes. 
None of them's a chick, so I can't hey, go. Man. Technically, you, yes. You need, you need to pick up this game. You'd be a no dude. Yeah, You're yeah. a no dude now. Have you ever, no have you ever no played dude. the Halo? <laughs> I like the Halo. Yes. So, anyway, GTA Five looks real pretty. We've waited a really, really long time for it. We'll keep you updated. You keep us updated by sending us questions. Questions, emails, uh, Twitter tweets. Unlike the other tweets, the Twitter tweets, the Twitter tweets, the tweeters, the Twitter tweets. I do this every week. Two tweets. Twit. Tw- oh, tweet us. You can even uh, you clap your hands. You can. I remembered. Tweets toast. You can. <laughs> we're gonna try and get the Facebook page up. The right. Facebook so you page. can post on there like a mini forum. Now you committed thing. us to do. Yeah, that. he just well, entrapped me to updating that thing. I mean, I. I'll it's probably I'll the way it works. I think I can too. add you as an admin it's or something. Yeah, that's like a thing, right? I can get on there and delete some stuff. Sure. I don't know. Whatever. There's no content there, so. Uh, put questions and shit. It'll be updated <laughs> in the coming weeks. Right. Yeah. We're not going to, it's not going to be tomorrow. Probably not going to be next week. We have lives. In the meantime, gamecast at betterkind.com is the email address. The Twitter handle being betterkind with the at sign in front of it. Does the at sign have a complicated name? Like, like, you know, an, the and the symbol is ampersand, right? You know what? I'm changing my name from Topher at. at the gamecast of the podcast. Okay. I'm going to make it at. At sign. At sign. Yeah, you can't at. And then I'm spelling out at. At sign? That's what I said. At, at. <laughs> okay. Uh, what, what the, Better what kind on Twitter and send us your question. Hey, hey really, they should have, on the at at, they should have put just two at signs. Howie, right. can right. you let him talk? No. <laughs> God, do you never shut up, Howie? <laughs> Howie, stop <laughs> talking. <laughs> You're so, you just keep talking like and talking. the talk. other side of the room is just heat rolling off of the, because you're spewing so much yeah. vitriol into your microphone. I just saw the recording that's happening. We should <laughs> just plug his Mac, mic and let him talk. MacBook just spewing hot air out like a <laughs> volcano. Um, Moving on. Friend of the show, <laughs> Brandon and Frederick. <laughs> Is it that why funny? Do, why don't we just Skype funny? him in? Why, do, <laughs> why don't we even bother? Are you here every week, Brandon? Because it feels like it. He's you still, might as well. He's still banging on a steering wheel about the math we couldn't do earlier. That's not uh, our... It's not our fault. Do you have... This is an obscure question, so you can tell Brandon's really reaching as far into his repertoire as he can to keep us supplied with fresh questions. We appreciate it. We do. Thank you, big Brandon. Yeah. uh, The the balls in your court, Strom. Just saying. Yeah, do And anybody else. And anyone else that might ever listen to this thing. Yes. Hey, he asks us, do you have any recommendations for board board games as video games? Which is a really obscure question. Yeah, what do you want from us? Well, I think traditionally board games that are turned into video games are terrible. Because a game that, you know, board games have multiple things going on. And, you know, back in the day when they started doing that, like Monopoly or, you know, the game of life in video game form, just not that satisfying. Now, your Mario Party games have traditionally been relatively successful, which are pretty much, they're making a... Video game that is similar to board games and has lots of mini games in it that allow you to advance on the board and whatnot. And I've I've that had quite much a few acquaintances. Is a board game. Yeah, I've had quite a few acquaintances. That it's a board game trapped in a video game's body. It's it's a board game that's on. It, you know, the board is your television, and instead of answering just answering questions stuff like that, you have silly mini games that you play. You know, uh, and I think that's definitely right there. But past that, do you guys have any any? I don't know. Like I've never played a battleship game that I liked. I've, I've not had a lot of success. I, I don't even like. I don't even like game shows. This video. Games. I honestly, I can't even. Nothing even comes to mind. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah. but you know what? Scrabble. One thing. <laughs> Scrook. Remember when Words with Friends was called Scrabulous? Scrabulous. Yep. And they got sued. 
Uh, yeah, there's, I mean, there's all that kind of stuff on your, on iOS devices and your Android devices. There's, you know, the stuff that I, kind of acts board game. Dice. Sudoku. Sudoku. Sudoku's not a board game. It's close. Yes. Draw, draw Sudoku is as much as a board game as like sitting with a, with like one of those old Mad Libs books when you're a yeah. kid. And just, I'm going to write poop in for everything. <laughs> oh, it asks for an adjective. Poopy. <laughs> I've outsmarted yeah. you again, Mad Libs. Uh, I, I, there's not much a lot of, uh, not a lot I can say that, but I I've never been a huge board game person. There's been a few, you know, growing up in the '80s. <laughs> you, God, you're old. Now, I know. Now you, you do have the magic. Uh, that's a card game, but they have Nerd magic. Alert. You know yeah. what? That's a good point. The magic planeswalkers games have been pretty good on on 360 and iOS and yeah, probably I, I some played others. a little bit and on, on the PC. 360 it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's not bad. It's literally just reenacting the yeah, card game in really game form. It's not it's not trying to do anything new no. with it. But no. to to me I'm like That's why would I spend money thing. on that and then have to spend more money on right. more cards when I can just spend money on real cards in real life? Yeah. Which I don't do anymore, but I'm thinking if I were going to do that, why wouldn't I just do yeah. this? They need like a little code on the back that you scan with your phone. Oh, and QR it, code up my magic cards. Yeah, and, the, and then it goes to the game. You have them both. Boo. Boom. Boo. Mike, Boo. Yeah. Mike dropped uh, Wizards of the Coast. Are they the magic people? Who owns magic? Yeah, I, I don't remember. So. Coast uh, of the Wizards. Yeah, those guys. They probably listen to this, too, I think. Well, they who doesn't? A, they sent me a text one time saying they really liked our intros. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, don't have time to talk to you right now, but Yeah, whatever. seriously. Thanks, I guess, thanks yeah, for listening. Th- thanks, right? I guess. <laughs> but, uh... You know, we have a, uh, I, I, you know, board games, I think, are becoming, there's really an evolution with board games going on. They're becoming so ubiquitous in the fact that they can scratch a lot of different itches. And I think, whereas, you know, as a kid who grew up in the 80s, I was a kid who played board games and then video games became cooler because they became more complex. I mean, originally, we had an Atari 2600. Any board game is more complicated than anything I could play on the 2600, what? right? Pong was pretty hard, dude. <laughs> How did you level up in your Pong? <laughs> I, got I was two. like a level 5 eraser. Yeah, a level 5 eraser. That's how they look like, little yeah. eraser. Yeah, I got it. it was rectangles, yeah. right? Um, shapes and things. <laughs> so, you know, as video Length games times became... Length times height. There you go, Brandon. As video... <laughs> As video games became more complex and, you know, and more story focused, stuff like that, I, you know, as a kid in the 80s, like, yeah, I could let board games when I start playing video games. But there have always been the people who've been hardcore board game fanatics. And uh, I'm finding right now, you know, we have a game store that's actually really, really near the house that uh, that I, I traipsed into one day. It's, you know, kind of an obscure location. It was a little tiny place. And I walked in, I was talking to the owner and I'm like. You know, we we play some nerd games. We gather around the table sometimes and we play. But in, he's, what kind of stuff do you like? And I started describing it. Well, we like, you know, we like science fiction. We like goofy stuff like Munchkin and Killer Bunnies. But there's always somebody who gets really PO'd because either, you know, stuff just doesn't go their way. Yeah. It, like my case, dice rolls and card draws are always terrible. Or, yeah. you know, or people are ganging up on somebody who's painted a target on their butt by doing too well. You know, and they get really angry because they're getting ganged up on. No names to mention. We've already mentioned him about ten times, um, and and stuff like that. And so it's like I told him I, a game where, like, you know, I said that's why we like playing RPGs because then it's just everybody fighting the game master, who's usually me. Uh, it's been you know it's been Strom a few times as well, and I said I just want something you know that's 
really meaty, but you can get through a play session under a couple hours. You know, I don't want to get into any like Euro games that take hours and hours to play. Risk. But, yeah. <laughs> Nine and hours so later. He started walking me through all this stuff. And I, and I came to realize that board games now are having this resurgence of popularity. And there's so many new board games made by the new generation who are, that are trying to accomplish different cool things. I mean, we talked about, I mentioned the quirky, funny games that we've played like killer bunnies and munchkin, which are totally goofy, funny games, but you're still out to win. You're out to, you know, destroy the other players. Yeah. Um, but he introduced me to this game called, uh, Sentinels of the multiverse, which is a funny title. It's, it's, it's comic themed, like comic super, I should say superhero themed, pardon me. Uh, and he said the thing, he goes, you might like this because it's cooperative. I'm like, how so? He goes, well, you have, everybody plays a hero. There's like different decks for different heroes and you play against the villain. I said, well, who's the villain? He's like, nobody's a villain. I mean, someone has to turn the cards over, but the villain deck plays itself. And I'm like, wait a minute. So it's either everybody wins or everybody loses and you can all work together all the time. He goes, that's the whole point. And I'm like, you have my attention. You know, and he and does I'm just he like, work at Best Buy? No, 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 no. no, no, got, no that was me going. You have my attention. Oh, I channeled the Best Buy best guy. guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> he put in an application. That's well, sure. and that's I'm really like a cooperative board game. I've never in my wildest dreams. I can't I'm, like I go back thinking through all the board games I've played in the past. It was always you were out to win and make other people lose. And there here is we have this. It's it's there's no board, but it still there's lots of objects that go out on the table and stuff like that. And, and yeah, there's no loser unless everybody loses. And then, you know, you just, you fight it again. You have a rematch, you know, and fight the villain again. <laughs> so Howie, I dragged you in there with me this week yeah. and there was a, a different co-owner in there and he actually had a copy. He had some copies in, which apparently has been sold out forever. And we actually got him to sit down. He opened one up and sat down and played around yeah, with we us. We really had to tug his arm. Oh yeah. <laughs> he said it was, it was his excuse to, uh, to open uh, one of the ones that got in. Because they'd sold their open copy because they couldn't get any in. They had an open copy for the store. Yeah. So he opened up a brand new one just to play with I us. I think that was his personal copy, too. Yeah. Well, he's a co-owner of the store, I think. Any co- any <laughs> copies in the store are their personal copies. True. Yeah. And uh, and we had a blast, just the three of us. And we almost didn't survive. We almost got totally annihilated yeah. by the villain we were playing. But it was so much fun because, you know, you're holding a hand of cards, but you're not hiding them from other. You're going, all right, I can do this and this next round. What can you do? Because you're strategizing every round. Are we going to attack the guy? Are we going to take out this minion? Are we going to, you know, or, or is the environment, there's an environment deck. So you have, you're battling the 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 villain yeah. and the things that might happen in the environment that adversely affect you. But the things that happen in the environment could potentially adversely affect the villain, too, depending on how things play out. Right. Um, and it's a lot of fun and the core game is yeah, 30 bucks and comes with different things. So I got to, yeah, I'm at the point where, yeah, I've never been a big board game freak, but then when we came across this, I was like, this sounds awesome. And I can sit down and play a game that would otherwise be something I would have to have either in a video game experience or in a tabletop role-playing game experience with character sheets and dice rolls and all that stuff. Yeah, which and, is fun in itself. But oh, it is it's a lot, a lot of work. It is, but here's a board game that I can sit down and have a similar kind of experience. Where yeah, it's like it's just co-op. Yeah, and man, it was fun. And and the funny thing is, the way even though it's based on card draws and stuff like that, the way it played out, I can I could retell the whole story of the battle and everything that happened because it's so well done that you it unfolds almost like a story of a battle. Like you can visualize things as they're happening, uh-huh. and uh, it's really really great. And I just. I'm at the point now where I'm like, screw, screw video game versions of that kind of stuff. Maybe 
if I'm not getting my itches, my itch scratched, I can start looking back. Maybe there's a board game that will do something like that. So it's interesting that, you know, we happen to get that question uh, yeah. from Brandon this week, because I think he sent the question before I had said anything about buying this game, which I <laughs> we'll did to, purchase. We'll have to start a board game podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, the way you describe this, I've never played board games like that. Yeah. I And it actually piques my interest to play something like that, where it's almost like, it's like you're running a dungeon with cards. Yeah. And that's something I've never seen yeah. or experienced. Without having any I dungeon be, tiles on the table or anything like that, it's all just on Someone cards. who's never even remotely been interested in something like that, I am quite interested in trying. Well, and see, it's and it's not like a collectible card game, because you don't have to no, go out and buy not, booster not, packs and stuff like that. You're not put, forking out money. It's right. like a... It's all in this set. and there. But yeah. here's the thing. You can buy expansions that give you more choices, more character, more Which heroes. would be worth doing the more you play. You can even go out and spend 350 or 275 or something on another a, a, a small deck for another environment, or you can go out and buy another singular hero. Yeah. But you don't have you don't build anything. You don't collect. There's no risk. There's no chance. Yeah. You just buy it and throw it in the box. The cool thing is the box is actually set up to be like a deck box and hold cards, and it comes with separators. Oh, nice. That stick up so you can actually see where things are and just thumb through them. It's so well thought through, yeah. and uh, yeah. it's a great props, game. Props to them. Yeah, there's a apparently a game a lot like it that Marvel came out with. That's but you know Marvel heroes and stuff like that. That's also pretty good. But apparently this is the granddaddy of that game, and it's very very popular. And I you know, I know we're a video game podcast, but this is one case where I'm like, man. I love playing RPGs. I love doing that, but I also but there's always a lot of pressure on the GM to manage everything. And so I'm like, I love the idea that at any point we just whip out this box, get that same kind of thing happening. Yeah. And there's no effort that goes next, into it. Next week's what you've been playing. We've all been playing this moral. <laughs> We've all, yeah. Sentinel We've Sentinel. all been playing Sentinels. Sentinels of the Multiverse. So uh I, you know, it it was it was a great opportunity yeah. to to pimp that game. Uh, another interesting thing about playing this specific villain we were playing was that it it, uh, it was almost like a timer. You had to take him. down. Oh my gosh! Yeah, if if he's called Baron Blade, and one of his abilities is he pulls the he fires a laser that pulls the moon into the earth, and the earth is destroyed. Game over, and that happens when there are fifteen cards in his discard pile. Well, we got down, we're hurting real bad, and we're finally doing some damage to him, but he's still got way more health than the rest of us. And we're like, all right, how many cards are in his discard pile? Uh, Eleven. All right, so we got four more rounds where we can take this dude out before the world ends. So and then can, his turn happened. And then his turn happened, and he gets a card that resolves and then draws another card, and he got the same card that resolves and draws another card. <laughs> and so we're like, okay, crap, we have one round to kill this guy. <laughs> We're like, okay, all right. Oh, this is what use you need to everything. Do. Exactly. Don't yeah. ignore the minions. Hit them with everything you've got, and that's yeah. exactly what we did. And I only had four life. I started with twenty six. I had four life, and Howie was in single digits. Yeah. And I don't remember what Bob, the co-owner, was doing. But we got we got to the point where like we killed him. I'm like, yes, we did it. And he goes, well, yeah, but now the card turns over. I'm like, what? And the card turns over, and basically, you know, like every villain ever, it's like they always have that last resurgence, right? Yeah. yeah. So here I thought we'd won just by the skin of our teeth. Oh, no. He goes back to 30 health and has all different abilities, and we have to fight him as that now. Yeah. And we did win. Bob ended up dying. Or, well, you or don't really downing. die. You don't die. Yeah. yeah when that's you get another down, neat thing about the game. Yeah. When you get down, you flip your card over, and you have like a couple of powers that you can choose from each round that are that just support. Team out. Yeah. That support for those who are not downed yet. Which is which is really so cool because that choose, way you're yeah. not just sitting around doing nothing. 
right. while everybody finishes the fight. So we, yeah, we barely eked out a win. Oh, and it was, it, it was awesome. We high-fived each other, you know, and that was it. There was nobody that was gloating or anything like that because we all won. And, yeah. man, that's a lot of fun. And it makes me want to kind of like, yeah, peek back into that kind of stuff, you know, because back in the day I thought that tabletop games were either, you know, your Milton Bradley stuff or like Warhammer 40K, which is an expensive expensive hobby i would say warhammer 40k is an expensive lifestyle yeah <laughs> you know yeah and, and people are busting out tape measures and covering rooms and like painted armies of plastic figurines but you know there's so much so much stuff appearing in that middle ground you know where yeah i'd say hey man if you're wanting to go if you want to look at board games go look at board games and start talking to the people when i was there there were some guys actually playing the marvel version in the back room some like younger dudes and and they were nice and they were willing to like show me stuff and talk to me. And then there was another guy hanging out there and they, you know, he was him and the other and Steve, the other Conor were just telling me all about this game. just very passionately. And I was just like getting so much information from these guys. And I'll tell you friend of the show, Brandon from Frederick, if you don't have a store like that, the next time you're in town, I'm dragging your butt there and I'm going to, cause there's nothing. These guys can't tell you about almost everything they carry. Except the Star Trek game. We stumped Bob on the start. And we're like, how was the Star Trek game? And he's like, I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Not a Trekkie. Yeah, but I have a feeling that I have a feeling that Steve could. He, there was nothing I pointed to that he didn't have a strong opinion about. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> if you get, even if you've got a store at your mall, you know, those obscure weird stores that just sell board games, go in and just talk to somebody who works there because those are the people who are in the know. How else are you going to find out how board game works? You're going to read about it on the internet and actually be able to comprehend it? I don't, you kind of have to see it. Unlikely. You know? So that doesn't answer your question at all, but hopefully it's a good enough answer because that's the only answer we got. Uh, yeah, well, that's all the that's all the, the questions we have. Until week. next week, once you all send us in some, we'll have too many to yeah. do. I know, which right? we know is going to happen. Yeah, you can sign up on our uh, website, betterkind.com. Yes. Get on the forums. Get on the forums. Those, those are hot right betterkind.com. <laughs> that is a hot wasteland, you mean. That's like Death Valley hot. Oh, man. Get on there. Tweet us your questions. Email us again. That email's gamecast at betterkind.com. Twitter handle, betterkind, no space. Why would there be a space? That's ridiculous. It's one word. Yeah. Look yeah. at the Look at the graphic on the show. Open up your podcast player and look. It's or one word on the website. Bitter kind rolls yeah. right off. Open your eyes. Yeah. Because you could be looking at the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks, Chris. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> and on those wise words, anybody have any closing arguments or things they want to scream about? I know we talk about how I ramble the whole time, and this time you I've just been going 90 miles an hour. You, you know, I had a monster energy. The rambling, I, man. Visit, visit the website. You know, send us an email. I, I do tweet, have something tweet, to bring up. Oh, Whoa! I thought we were. Go ahead, Whoa. Howie. Did no, Howie. This just in. So there was uh, the gauntlet thrown down. Uh-oh. Oh, oh God! Angry Birds. <laughs> and I do have. To I should have known this Here was going to come up. Just a couple trips to the bathroom. I have retaken the throne. In my defense, the porcelain. Your, <laughs> in my defense, your trips to the bathroom are epic. That's true. <laughs> It's like half a day for a normal person, you know. And it's I, I, we were talking about this. They say, yeah, it was within a, you know, all it took was a couple holiday, you know, and and it was my lead was gone, but I went in and started three starring a few that I hadn't three starred, and my score going way up, like, and I the difference that we hadn't scored that first day, you played some more after that, was not it was like a few hundred thousand, 
and I scored way more than that, knocked a few things out, and went back and my score was the same thing in Game Center. It hadn't changed, and I was like, so I went back and I did a couple more, and then I got one or two stars on one that I had never played, and I went back and my score still hadn't changed, and so I went, eh, yeah, I just lost interest in this competition. <laughs> Yeah, it pretty much just squashes. The yeah, I was like, I was, I was ready scored. to just go every week, just duke it out, yeah. you and me back and forth on Angry Birds. But then, as soon as I saw that it didn't change, I'm like, I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong, and I'm too lazy to look it up. I'm done. <laughs> I'll probably still get yeah. in fiddle every now and then. Who knows? It'll yeah. probably as soon as as soon as I accidentally pass you after you lose interest and I regain interest at one point. Don't then, of course, I'll rethrow the gauntlet down. <laughs> look what I did! I smacked you somehow. I Do don't know. not make yeah. me download Angry Birds tonight. No. And oh, with you you're gonna both. To. You're going to have to. I'm going to throw you both on the curve. You I challenge you. It's on. Now, are Brandon, playing? what are we playing? You're are we playing? Com- I'm coming after you for uh, Star Wars. Star Wars Angry Birds. See, yeah, I'm not even there yet. That's part of why I was able to get ahead of you when I did. You've spread yourself so thin across the versions of Angry Birds. Whereas I'm like, I'm hardcore, hardcore original, hoes. I ain't going for none of that new jack garbage. I'm I'm OG Angry Birds, son. Olive Garden? Olive Garden Angry Birds. That would actually probably be a dish I would enjoy at Olive Garden. Can I have the uh, Angry Birds Al Gratin, please? And with that. A lot of piggies in the middle. Let's wrap it up. Hey, thank you for joining us once again. Uh, we'd love to have you. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Hide your kids. Hide your wives. Everybody getting... <laughs> hide your kids. I'm not going there. <laughs> we are not going to be part of rape culture. Concerned. You can't I'm not going to make that. rape jokes. Well, you already made it explicit. Oh, okay. We're good. And I'm saying that I'm not doing it. Oh. But regardless, hide your kids. Hide your wives. <laughs> uh, and, and hey... Hey, uh, tell everybody, rate us on the iTunes, please. Spread the word. Please. Tell everyone, you know, have an intervention. Tell, tell everybody that it's time to talk to your father about his alcoholism. If and sit down and say, J- JK, everybody, we're going to listen to this podcast. If you're a teacher, <laughs> tell it to your class. Have your class listen. If you're a teacher, I'm not saying anyone is. <laughs> yeah, you, you could, are. You couldn't get in any trouble at all for playing this garbage. No, no. Don't even. Don't, you math. did give a mathematical There's equation math. in the middle. There's, Automatic there's, pass. There's geometry in yeah. there. <laughs> Somewhere. Yeah, you have to find it. That's yeah. part of the game. Yeah. Extra credit. So, hey, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, I'm Corey T. Wilson, and there is a Topher of Topher, the podcast to- of the Topher Gamecast. At. Topher, at, Topher the podcast at the podcast of the, of the Gamecast. <laughs> and, of course, uh, Mr. Stephen J. Howie at Master Control. Yeah, we loved yeah. having you here. We'll see you next week. We out. Peace. Peace.